It's jar 45. Oh, it's the best of the jars. <laughs> the Trump episode. <laughs> We've got, this one will be huge. It will be the best of it. I wrote this one myself. No one helped me. I did. <laughs> it's me right here in America. We got the best podcast. No I, one does it better. No one does it at all. We are the only one. I invented podcasting. <laughs> I just I, I can't just do lost, it, Trump. We just lost eighty percent of our listeners <laughs> with this one I- intro. It's amazing. It's just because of a number too. It's weird. <laughs> uh, welcome to Jar Forty Five. It's good to see you two gentlemen again. What's up, fuckers? Good we to got, see. We got Jeff and Shaden, and I'm Zach. If you didn't know, on, if you're on episode forty five and we're unawares, who are these? <laughs> it happens. Um, I do that when I pick up a new podcast. I start. I want to be current with everybody, so I'll just right. start where they're at, and then in my spare time, if I find it really good, I'll go back and listen back. to it. It's yeah, so weird to shit. it's weird to market podcasts too because we know that that kind of stuff, and you're like, "Well, go back to number one," but you're like, "Not really," because number one wasn't even really that good. Yeah. We want you to go to number seventeen or number t- <laughs> number four when we got in our flow. It's all this. There's not a whole lot of chronological order to our episode content. Anyway. No, no, so. and it's not. It's not really very timely either. Well, I don't the, think the random any. the randomness of our show is that what. I That's think it's kind appealing. of yeah. If we weren't this random, we'd have to change the name. I think. I think so, so. too. <laughs> just the it's just the fucking train track, just straight going straight. Just stay no. in the lanes. Yeah. That would be the yeah, stay the, in the, the opposite would be stay in your lane. Would it? I don't Fuck. do. Actually, just be in free fall. Lane, in your lane is actually a pretty good podcast name, though. I'm not that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just people talking about what they do and not things outside of their fucking understanding of the a world. A better one would be get out of my fucking lane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, when I said in your lane, in my mind, it was like me cutting you off. <laughs> in your lane, bitch. <laughs> Fair. How you guys uh, been? Really good. I've, I've been, well, I had a birthday weekend. I got spoiled by the, a lot of the people that are listening right now. So, and, and fucking Shaden helped that too. He helped bring the thing I want to start with when we talk after we're done talking about <laughs> how we did. I yeah. facilitated the ketchup was, chip challenge, but I was the dick that, well, actually my what? phone was fucked up, yeah, so I couldn't send you a message, but I, I still felt, yeah. I felt the love. Like I felt like something from Idaho was, it, might have been my dad too i don't know <laughs> who knows but i felt some idaho love <laughs> is your dad in idaho yeah he lives is in he? the boise area i think oh, okay. somewhere around there ah uh, that explains a lot does it <laughs> does it shaden does it a lot canada he man says, as he refuses to elaborate on what the fuck he means by that <laughs> <laughs> and then i throw canada bombs at you right shit. whatever a shit your hoser <laughs> your hoser fucking a uh we, we've got we're gonna do the the random format today yeah we're gonna let it ride and jeff you have a couple stories that you want to talk about and this one could get pretty emotional i would imagine it possibly emotional uh so prepare yourselves for that yeah, just so you know that these guys well you know one of the stories that i'm going to talk about but you don't know you don't know I both know. of them so i because i wanted to hear i want to see what your guys reaction is i don't even know what's yeah, going on right now i know right? perfect <laughs> i'm basically there i might know like 12 percent more than you do you guys or just two. came to my house and hauled me here to this basement and tied me to a chair once we uh, took the bag off his head he was like oh this again there's wires and microphones <laughs> Oh, fuck. Or nice microphone. Something's going down. Yeah. First, it's a nice microphone, though. We can talk about that other thing first that you were just talking about. I think we should chip challenge. Yeah. Uh, so the kindness, once again, uh, from Canada, you yeah. know, extended to Will. my camp. My, my brother, Will, he was on the podcast one episode. That's right. Couldn't tell you which episode, because I don't couldn't. remember. But <laughs> it was a long time ago. It seems but like we've been doing this for a minute. But we have. Yeah, it, was, it was him. I just facilitated. I was yes. like, hey, fucker. 
<laughs> Can you bring ketchup chips you just to met him, require, met him at the border? Yeah, we require. Chuck them over the chips. fence for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what it looked like to me was I had five, four ketchup chips and one tomato chip from which I didn't realize at the time came from Cambodia. I thought it was from just yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I didn't have anything to do with that. Right. That was Don <laughs> Just Fisher. ironic. That, that was, was Don Fisher cool. brought it from back and it was tomato. That's funny. And so there were five brands. Well, actually four brands and, and two kinds of that one brand. So there's, and I had each of you try them. And Shaden being a, you know, a yeah, Canadian. I'm a seasoned uh, connoisseur of ketchup But chips. you still got to try something new this but time. I did. Yeah. I did, yeah. And it, and it tilted the worldview a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. So here's here's the rundown. We had uh, two brands of Lay's ketchup chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the regular, which I think started a lot of this mess. But yes. probably not. I'm sure there's a brand that they bought it's, it from. It's it's the classic, it's I guess. The classic. It's, probably They're the, purple. it's probably the most widely loved. They are, they are purple. <laughs> They're my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm same. And I'm quite certain my brother disagrees. Right. Literally There's, every time that comes out of my mouth. It's one of those things where Canada is volatile. So. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's wrong. Yeah, he is wrong. Totally wrong. wrong. With everyone I've spoken to so far, David Angus thinks he's wrong. My wife thinks he's wrong. So before before we go further from that point, Zach, what, which one is your favorite? Which one is my favorite? I need to know which one right now. Uh, it's So I can rub my brother's nose in it. My favorite is Miss Vicky's. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. There's there's two kinds of lays. There's regular and there's there's wavy. There's old Dutch Mm-hmm. And then there's Miss Vicky's, and then there's Pan Pan tomato chips from Cambodia, which right. they're part of this. They're they're yep. not bad either. They're pretty good. They're a but, contender. Yes, but they're okay. Uh, Miss Vicky's. Yeah. So was that the was the shit. one. That was the wild card, right? Because that was. Uh, I don't know if it's new or if we just have never come across it. But neither me or my brother had ever tried that before. Throwing that wild card and in. Will, was... Will just grabbed it and was like, "Yeah, see what he thinks of these. I've never had them, but they sound good, and uh, and they are good." They're quite good. They're I mean, it's good, the texture. Yeah. The texture is really the best. Part yeah, they're not. They don't feel like kettle chips, but they're real close. They got a. They're more of a crunch to them. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Miss Vickies. Yeah, those were the kettle chips. I, I mean, thought, they're right? basically kettle they're chips, kinda, but they're, yeah, they're, they're the thin. Closest, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're connoisseurs of chips. <laughs> I gotta get in this. God damn it! No, I'm the connoisseur <laughs> of chips. Look, <laughs> what was the other one? I'll tell you exactly what is true. What was the other one? Old Dutch. Old Dutch. Old Dutch. Yeah. Which looks like a pesticide if it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It didn't have some chips on it. Old Dutch is has been my favorite right. forever. And uh, when you think of Canada, you think of Tim Bits and you think of Old Dutch ketchup chips. Yeah, yeah. And the and those delicious fucking cheesy Hawkins, Hawkins cheesies. God damn! If you've never had Hawkins cheesies, they are the shittiest, most wonderful thing you'll ever put in your mouth. And probably for United Statesians, it's like. Off aftermarket or whatever alternative uh, Cheetos. I think, you, Zeb, the, I think Jeff put it the most correctly. Oh, these they're it, amazing. Better. It, it's like so. Take your Cheetos and throw them in the back seat of like a vi- yes. a tucked vinyl '57 Chevy <laughs> yeah. and leave them there for a month. And then as you're cleaning it out, eat them. And, and love your life. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. texting yeah. people about like yeah. I just found the best Cheetos ever. <laughs> which, amazing. Which maybe that's Floor not Cheetos. selling it for some of you, but trust me, <laughs> it's it's. So good. <laughs> you'll come. You'll want to come back for more. It's one of those things you eat it and you like. Some part of you is like, you sick fuck. You yeah, just <laughs> piece of shit. But that makes it better. But then you're, in your mind, you're like, yeah, I am a sick fuck. <laughs> but you're like, it's sugar free though. They're sugar free. Yeah, I can justify it. Yeah, I've had the same feeling after <laughs> masturbation as I did after eating those. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little dirty. guilty, but pleasure I'm at the same dirty time. Bastard, right? but I'm gonna yeah. do it again. Yep. So yeah, I think I think old Dutch uh, ketchup chips are still my favorite. But that texture of the Miss Vicky's was better it is it's really it is. really good but just for pure flavor wise the old dutch is uh it's no beating it for me not yet 
Okay, but let's throw in the the lays. Now, of the two lays, I think it's obvious that... Well, actually, with you, Jeff. Crinkle, crinkle chip. Crinkle, yeah, yeah okay. the other one sucked. That was terrible. They did. Okay, let's just rank them. You made let's, a good point, though, with the crinkly ones. They're like fries. So, yeah, they're like fries. They're like crinkle-cut fries, mm-hmm. which makes them better. Even mm-hmm. if they... They might taste the same as the lays, for all I Dude, texture's more important, texture, honestly, than yeah, flavor is. Yeah. It is. to me. Well, the, to, to most people, the fact that the Lay's regular look purple and look like something made in a lab, you're like, well, I can't really like these, can I? Like, these are slices of Barney's toes. <laughs> yeah, right. It's almost like when they were trying to market that purple ketchup. <laughs> Shit. It's like the shavings after he's had, <laughs> yeah. had his hooves oh. redone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Delicious. It's, there's really, remember the, the purple ketchup and the like light blue mustard no. or whatever yeah, I did, they, they tried yeah. to do that back in the day and really i think i remember green mustard is it, that a thing at any point yeah i think so green i think mustard. you grabbed the relish and we're fun <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was really, really high <laughs> and it was really out of date it yeah. was mustard's really chunky that shit should last a long time that would be sweet and tangy <laughs> all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go miss vicky's uh, I'm gonna go waves, uh, lays waves Ooh. over old Dutch, but not by a you lot. It's the texture. <laughs> but then, right. but then old Dutch is the one, and I will say the little kitty butthole would be that. That's the one that I think I could eat the whole bag of. Is the old Dutch, and yeah. then, but then I'd like to see you try that though, because the old Dutch has this quality to it. That's what you're saying. Where <laughs> if tried. you if you see, because I've done it more than once, like a, like a fat hog, I sat and, and plowed through an entire bag of old Dutch ketchup chips another evening of shame yep and <laughs> masturbation yeah, yeah 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 it's right up there with like when i buy a pint of eggnog and i just fucking <laughs> have at it oh, yeah yeah afterwards i'm just it's that same feeling it's yes. just like i am disgusting and i would do it again <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do it sooner than later <laughs> but yeah, be that, so disappointed <laughs> the uh, the old dutch has this quality to it where it like builds up on your tongue the more you eat in rapid succession to the point where it like it hurts yeah. A little you. bit, yeah. It's just That's like I'm getting a chemical not. burn on my <laughs> tongue. It's good, but ah, I have to stop. In the stop. fine print, somewhere they're like, "Please don't eat the whole bag. You'll <laughs> yeah. get chemical burn and anal leakage. It's, <laughs> you're not gonna like that." If you <laughs> so you went Alestric, Miss Vicky's kind of shit. It went, uh, yeah, Lays Miss Vicky's crinkle. Lays wavy, I guess, wavy. or and then uh, and then Old Dutch, but very close. And then I would say the Pan Pan from Cambodia beats the. The Lay's. The original Lay's. Yeah. yeah. But it, even though it's a tomato, f- it doesn't taste like ketchup. It tastes like it a tastes fucking like tomato. tomato. I mean, it's, kind of a, it's kind of an honorable mention. Like, not that it's worse than the other ones, but it's almost a different category. It is. Like, it, like it's like, when I ate it, Jeff said exactly what I thought. He's like, it's like a chip with tomato paste. Right. But it, what, it makes, good. what it makes me it's think of, though, is it's like favorite. if the United States opens up the goddamn iron curtain of these ketchup chips between Canada... Pringle should get in on this shit because if they put the, yeah. the ketchup flavor, if they're they take already doing Mrs. pizza flavored Pringles. It's not I know, that much of a leap. <laughs> I have them. I, that, it's, it's I get them all the time. Thing, right? they're, yeah. they're some of my favorites. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what the fuck, Canada? Why do you get this shit and we don't? And your candy's better too. You get it's what true. is going on in this country? True. Are we actually fascist? Is that what's happening? <laughs> is that, that's, we, I think that's a logical is, conclusion for you to. Are Lay's and <laughs> what have they done? Are they in charge of the <laughs> what, government? What have they done? They seem benign, but they're sitting here worried about facebook and twitter i know it's been lays AI. all along it's been these goddamn <laughs> potato cutters with the sauce and the seasonings dear lays please sponsor just <laughs> at least if bring us to stop defaming you and <laughs> exactly. revealing your darkest secrets <laughs> just stop with the not until then chips. your ketchup chips suck yeah look i said this on a few shows now already i'm a little excited about it but you get a cheeseburger 
And French fries are the part of it, the big part of the meal where you're like, oh man, that's like a heavy part. It's delicious. It's rad. It's part mm-hmm. of the yum. If you're real hungry, good dog, good job. But good dog, good dog, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but these on a you know for a lunch, you're on a light lunch. It would be nice to have these French fry chips, basically, or crisps. If with whoever you listen with your burger, far far superior, dude. Yeah, to French fries. I'd almost yeah. want to put it into burger. That would probably be a whole nother level of fuck yeah. It is. And God you should, damn it! You should before you run God. out. You should oh, do no. that. <laughs> <laughs> Get your favorite burger and just layer on some fucking Done. chips on there. Done. I'm saving some because I want to do this challenge with one other friend that, that he and I were the ones that this, he, we discovered it. We went to Canada and we kept looking at these chips like, ketchup chips, that's Canada, you're weird. Yeah. And then eventually after we stopped at 14 places, we're like, all right, fuck, I'm hungry, I'm tired, let's try these goddamn chips. <laughs> and then we kind of looked at each other in the rider truck <laughs> as we're driving and we're like, Dude, these are like French fries, but not, not greasy and bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And everywhere we went from then on, we're like, and I think he gets them thing. shipped every once in a while, too. It's a thing. Like, disclaimer, I don't even fucking like ketchup. Like, I don't, Bro, I don't put ketchup on my burgers. I don't either. I'm serious. I don't. And I try to tell my my American friends about ketchup chips that have never tried them. And it's very common for people to be like, ketchup chips. I know. Ketchup flavor. But we do barbecue things. chip. Think about how wrong you we are. put ketchup are. on your hash browns. and Sure. I don't even. I really don't care for ketchup, honestly. Like, I don't hate it, but I'm like, I don't reach for it. But ketchup chips are different. Mm -hmm. They're just you. You don't understand until you try them. (laughs) You really don't. It's almost like what you're trying to get with French fries. Because most of the time, when you go get French fries, it's hit or miss. Like how, I mean, I guess they're mainly pretty good. It's like pizza, where you're like, "Eh, that's a French fry. But this is like the flavor that you're going for. I think where you're like, yes. This is yes. This is the dopamine. It is like just okay. I'm going a little. You know too what far. kind of French fries? I'm going I a little will, too far. I will whore myself out for though when they're good. Is is like shoestring cut French fries, like mm. long, like th- little skinny, like straws. Mm. You know, of of French fries with like good steak seasoning on them. Ugh, my mouth just watered. Yeah. Well, so they, <laughs> like we should have. You used to be able to get those in like a Pringles can. They, they were, yeah, those are good. They were like a. A shoestring French fry potato chip. I was they, thinking they that look too. like broken fucking potatoes. He lived in Canada. Oh, you know? I, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there's this iron about, wall yeah. between our snacks. So you could throw a little uh, barbecue sauce in there, shake it up, leave it in your car for a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> <It'd be> fucking <laughs> on amazing. the back seat in the sun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, once I found out about ketchup chips, I've been putting ketchup on regular chips <laughs> just dipping it just to see and it's like oh, it's not as good it's, it's, not as good. it's messy they get soggy and you're kind of sad and you yeah. just want to go to canada for a while <laughs> i keep thinking i'm like that's, that's like the best point. mental image though just exactly <laughs> i used to put it on crackers when i was a kid my parents were, i was into snack foods and i would eat it all like and so i'm like what's left and i'd find saltine crackers and i'd be like fucking ketchup and i would and sometimes I'd melt cheese. It's the worst. Dude, I used to do that with mustard. I would take two saltine crackers and put like a little dollop of mustard in between them and just squish them. That's probably better. Them. Like a chef that's listening to this is like, those are both terrible. You're <laughs> yeah. both awful monsters. But Shaden's probably less of a, uh, a monster. He's less of a monster because the mustard it's makes sense. By no means we we do have a chef that listens to. <laughs> we have a few, yeah. <laughs> yeah, more than one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, ketchup on everything, I guess. But I, it's not my go-to. I'd rather have other things. But... Yeah, ketchup chips a, for win. So, what about I you guys? I think is, is it a, is it, a, it? Somebody told me once it was because I'm Scandinavian, and I was like, maybe. What? But I like, like the thing I'm about to guts? say that I haven't elaborated on. No, I just I like things more uh, fish guts-y. not sauced up. I guess like oh. I, like if I get a, if somebody gives me a hot dog, I'm just gonna eat the hot dog. I'm not gonna put anything on it. It's because you're still six. Maybe mustard. 
No, because you're six no, years old. I'm an adventurous eater, and you know it, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I eat all kinds of crazy shit. But he lived but, with me. But I don't. But I don't like. So like, in in Texas, the barbecue in Texas is like, you make the meat and then it swims in the sauce. That's Texas barbecue, which right. I don't care for. Okay. And I'm like, nah, too much sauce. It can be too much. I, agree. I want when I have barbecue. I want I want good like smoked meat, a little bit of sauce, like just drizzle of sauce. That's that's barbecue for no, me. I agree. <laughs> I agree with that actually. Yeah. So that's I'm that way. I'm just that way. I don't. I'm not big on. It. So like whenever it's, oh put ketchup on it, I'm like no, it's dry. It's fine. It's dry and salty, and that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Spokane, we have chicken and mo, and we have. Do we still have chicken and mo? I thought they yeah. closed. Oh, I hope not. I think they I, I was there downtown. just not. Really? Were you there recently? I could be wrong. Within the last year. No. Oh, no. We'll have to look Google that. Cause... We have Azels still. It's supposed to be really good. I've never had it, but I it's down. Either. It's in that building underneath. Uh, uh, what was Club 412? What was the A Club before that? It's oh, yeah. in that building down oh, that, the corner on, on the street. That's Chicken and Mo, isn't it? It's Azell's. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it's Chicken and Mo right in that same area. It's right next to the uh, the upstairs place that we go. A B side? No. Uh, where the fuck we were? The Pin. The Pin. That, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Club 412, The Pin. Yeah, the yeah. A Club, all the same. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's changed hands a lot. It has. It's still. But uh, also okay. Outlaw Barbecue. God dang it. Uh, yeah. Good, yeah, they got yummy stuff, and yeah, and they're the best really human beings in the whole world. They're valley. I mean, I've been up to both her shops. So that valley shop's nice. I think yeah. that. So outlaw, if you guys come to Spokane, restaurant in, in, in the valley, yeah. the outlaw kitchen in the valley, uh-huh. I think is better. Yeah, between the two, yeah, I've played both of them. I've eaten at both of them. Copious amounts of meats. Just and, the design of the lot and everything is so much more convenient out in the valley, and the access to get there. Their, their barbecue sauces are the same at both, and they're both very good. But you're right. Yeah. There's there's. I don't know, and they let me play music there from time to time, and they're lovely human beings there. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're given uh, shouts I, out to everybody. I like that this <laughs> that a lot of people that listen to the show. Most of the people that listen to the show aren't from here, and it's kind of like we're well, now kinda, they have an itinerary. Over when, they <laughs> yeah. when they come to Spokane, <laughs> they're like, come to Spokane. outlaw barbecue. We gotta find chicken and more. We got. So, <laughs> we're gonna so, go put the garbage in the suction coat. <laughs> disclaimer: Anyone who follows this itinerary, you're gonna gain 20 pounds by the time you <laughs> leave. Absolutely. We want to get some dicks in our mouth. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go to Paul Bunyan's after we get dicks in our mouth. Hey, but the thing is, if you come to Spokane and tell anybody who's from here that is like, "Hey, I want some dicks," they're gonna. That's that will be what they think of. They're yeah. yeah, they're not. Oh, they're okay. not gonna think anything. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. but if you want something else, we also have those kind of services as well in Spokane. It's quite prevalent, actually. Yes, uh, we have lots of true. casinos, and that's what comes. But the other thing about telling everybody about coming about Spokane and stuff is that some people don't come. Are perhaps are going to be like don't really come. do like, not come <laughs> for sure. We, we don't want it. don't live here. Uh, but I think they'll be a little disappointed too because uh, it's like oh, Spokane yeah, sounds yeah, like a lovely hype place. It up too much, yeah. It's like well, if you have a car, if you have a rental car, get the insurance because you'll fall into holes in the road any street in yeah. our city uh, and there's other things like that where there's just pothole type things yeah. that exist yeah. don't think you're going to come here and party and do a little cocaine because you're probably going to end up snorting fentanyl I mean yeah fuck it's a problem yeah the drug situation downtown sketchy in Spokane. Spokane. <laughs> downtown. it is no don't longer safe freely it, it would be my advice yeah. 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 yeah you better goddamn well know where those drugs came from uh-huh. other than Mexico right. because right. they're going to be they're going to fuck you up right we laugh well, to keep from crying because it's fucking true yeah <laughs> but like I think a lot of cities in America there we're kind of looking at things that were it's more sad now when we look at our cities where it's like damn Something's wrong. Something. I'm know. also more sad now. Well, uh, personally, yeah, I'm like maybe I'm more cynical and I'm, I have less optimism. Fuck. All right. Well, we did our ketchup chip, chip challenge. Let's get the definitive. I told mine. Uh, 
So um, Lay's, Lay's Originals at the bottom, Vicky's at the top. What you got? Uh, the, uh, God damn it, not Old the, Dutch. The Old Dutch. Yeah, Old Dutch number, number one. one by flavor, but number two by texture. Okay. Miss Vicky's was number two, number one by texture, number two on flavor. All right. Um, overall? Uh, overall is the Dutch. Okay. Yeah. Those are the ones I would continuously eat. Yeah. Uh, then the crinkle lace. Mm-hmm. And then the Pringles tomato pastes. Right. Pan pan. And the Lay's, I would never eat those again. <laughs> They're fucking terrible. God, those They're the awful. most popular chip in all of Canada, and at least Quebec. No, they're bad. <laughs> uh, my list is exactly the same as is it? Yeah. Except, except for, like, I'll eat the Lay's in a pinch, but. <laughs> Fair. I mean, you know. <laughs> right. So I did this if, with. If I'm high and that's all there is, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> I would too. Actually, I don't. They're better than. Than barbecue chips to me, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah, so I, I so, thousand percent. So to be so where they are for me as far as like they're they're the worst of the five by a lot, but they're still better than almost all the other chips because they're ketchup chips right. and I want them. <laughs> right. And I don't like this iron curtain between countries. Give me my fucking chips that I want. <sighs> I'm more of a pork rind guy anyway. And I found it. Get more of a, fu- I'm more of a Hawkins no. cheesies kind of guy. <laughs> so I went to uh, I'm more of a, what's this damn story everybody goes to? Winko, Winko. Yeah. And I found these like. Uh, flavored pork rinds usually you get your what you get your your hot shit and your regular ones these mm. ones have like pineapple Ooh. barbecue uh, cr- uh they never actually taste like any of that stuff the, the korean me. beef flavor or whatever that that's called is uh, that bulgogi beef something like that yeah so they have all those flavors and, and they're cultured man they're yeah. fucking good and they don't have as much shit in them i don't think i don't know it's just animal fat basically pork rinds pork rinds are, are one of those foods that piss me off because they're like 60 percent air uh, but but they're so crunchy they, they i get know that the, i know the crunch is good but it's just like, like i feel air. like i have to stuff my mouth to capacity just to get a satisfying mouthful because by the time you chew them down they're they're gone <laughs> they're like half gone already because yeah. they're just puffed up like what you would get with, pisses me with off I don't chips like you don't Cheetos get from either. Those. yeah well <laughs> let's not go too far there's a lot of crap in those that make it you know pound per pound i do want to say before we get off the ketchup thing uh behind the paywall we did dave and angus and their ketchup chip challenge and uh it's similar it's similar and then i had mrs Gripkeeper do it kept mrs Gripkeeper do it and she had the same uh exact this is you two. Yeah. It was the yeah. same. So I no, think we're, we're so you're fucking just, everybody else is normal. We we've just did this, science. We've settled it once and for all. Yeah, we just did science. Will's yeah. wrong. We had a double blind case. <laughs> yeah. Will's, Will's, Will's wrong. <laughs> Old Dutch is ranked. Or else we're, none of us are allowed in Canada. And you're not <laughs> yeah. back. You're not allowed back. But <laughs> it could be that. Will's going to listen to this episode and tell everybody on his way out of Canada to make sure these guys, they fucking, they got the ketchup chip thing wrong. <laughs> these guys are <laughs> hosiers for real. Like not fuck around hosiers. No, They're hosiers. It's, it's a big... It's it's like, I mean, I don't know what to compare it to down here. I guess like Pepsi Coke, you know, people where it's just like, it's just like you talk to 40 different people and you're going to get a pretty, you know, like, I want to know. What I the, haven't heard what the Pepsi. So I'm sorry, I'm, I want to know what opinion. the chip brand is that we're missing. That's like, oh, you fucking, you hoes. It's got to be some boutique. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I want that. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a mom and pop ketchup shop that makes their ketchup chip shop. You know, where we, like could, we could, uh, what's that? <laughs> we should uh, take a journey to Canada. Grocery outlet. <laughs> grocery outlet be, would be the place to check for obscure shit like that. Oh, really? probably find something. You're right. Oh, God. You're I'd right. Be, maybe some homework. Fucking. Yeah, actually, you know, let's send some homework out there. Are there? I, I'm just assuming there aren't ketchup chips in the United States. Every single bag has <laughs> Canada yeah, on it because they one. have like Tim Hortons back east right? in the United States, which is 
a very Canadian thing. Which means some of you guys are enjoying things that a lot of us in the West aren't. And, yeah. and I think it's time to invade. I think it's time to invade probably Maine, probably New Hampshire. Well, let's Vermont, stick all our listeners on it. All you guys find, Ohio. Out, find out if there's, there's places in Michigan. the U.S. that are enjoying Canadian snack food. And they didn't tell me because I put us. this out there. We got a lot of feedback that said, no, Zach, there, we don't have those either. Let's find out what the hell's going on. Canada, should we invade Canada? Yeah. But we might have to invade Maine. Well, let's start a crusade. In Ohio. Let's, let's start a holy war. <laughs> yes, in favor of getting ketchup chips. That's right. I think, holy chips. I think all the Great Lake chip war. If you will. I think all the Great Lake states have been holding out on us because they're trading yeah. right across that, and they know all about this shit. It's probably like one guy and his family. They just like row, row a boat. <laughs> he's pulling like a. He's pulling a floating fucking fly, like the a wagon. Or it's boat. only winter yeah. time <laughs> when water when it freezes. They can only get over with their like pinto, you know, <laughs> dog sled. This is all we have this season. Yeah. It was a rough season for ketchup chips. Mush. <laughs> Actually, before we get off chips, there is another kind of chip that Canada has that we don't have that you brought to my attention oh, yes. today. All dressed potato chips. Which I think sounds like the Dr. Pepper because the Dr. Pepper is supposed to be all the flavors together. I've never heard that before. I, it's probably no, shovelcock. Right. Yeah, that's shovelcock. It's shovelcock. Yeah, that's cherry, cherry cola is what Dr. Pepper is. What the? It's supposed to be cherry flavored. Oh, I don't have know. you ever had the chocolate cherry? No. Fucking no, because Dr. Pepper has a cherry vanilla. Like that they add. Why would they add more cherry to make they it cherry if it's not vanilla. cherry? <laughs> I'm just telling you. You're, you're Google it You're right a shovelcock. I'm Dr. timing Pepper's the thing. supposed to be cherry cola. <laughs> I'm timing the thing. But, anyway. But anyway, so my shovelcock aside, what it's called what again? All oh. dressed potato chips. And it's everything. It's all the all the chip seasonings so, in one bag of chips. Including ketchup chips? Probably. Fucking. They don't like list them. They're just like, it's they all should. in so there. So basically, it's all in there. at the us. end of the day, they sweep up the floor. I don't. I, yeah, it all goes the, into a bag. <laughs> it's the bar mat of yeah. potatoes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm really selling it here. Yeah. They're weirdly good. Okay. They're not as they're not as popular as ketchup chips, but they have a pretty big cult following. It's like a ooh, all dressed chips. And so Lay's makes this, and like so the big yeah, companies several make different it. companies make them now. I think yeah. No, it sounds uh, terrible. It does. That does. I'm not for that, but I do want to try it. I'm adventurous. Jeff. I mean, I'd try it. I don't want to try, try ostrich meat, but I'll eat some chips with all the shit on it. <laughs> Maybe twice. Yeah. To make sure you're looking up. Like Let's shovelcock this shit. Let's figure it out, it out once and for all. You just mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been talking, proselytizing the Dr. Ketchup Pepper chips. original. On the first, this is from drpepper.com. That's where it's first, from the actual doctor? On the, it's from the doctor <laughs> himself. On the first sip, you taste the splash of bold cherry. Okay. Then right, Shaden, light, I don't like the look in your eye. Then comes a light note of vanilla. What? So that is the original flavor. So why is there pepper. cherry vanilla fucking Dr. Pepper? I, don't, I didn't know that it's there marketing, was. It's marketing, I'm taking your word for marketing. that. <laughs> I didn't know I, that there was. There is, you, and there's also one that comes out with chocolate uh, occasionally. But really? It's usually more of a seasonal, I think. I haven't even... I think I would be bad I haven't marketing. I have soda for so many years, I don't even know what the story is anymore, but apparently I know the original flavor Shade, of Dr. Pepper. There's a possibility here. You need to be more skeptical. They're lying. Cause it, tell <laughs> tell me... Lying. This is lies. Tell me that they would go... It, oh, here's what we did to get this magic flavor we squirted everything into one fucking thing that's what we did so that's why they're like no it's a it's a magic cherry flavor it doesn't okay i don't taste any mountain dew in there <laughs> yeah, right. any score it's very I don't taste any root beer in there it's yeah, a hint no of do you need to know the exact fucking the ratio the ratio is important <laughs> where did you learn this information <laughs> no i was yeah. probably eight yeah i've heard yeah. that shit there you go I, yeah. before you could even pick up more <laughs> the more shovel cock i put out in the world the less shovel cock i will believe i feel like it's a service to mankind and myself I 
feel like oh, this is good and fuck you also it, fuck you yeah that's fine i accept <laughs> all of that <laughs> i think they're lying i think that that it's a very old company that they bought and, and this man was just hey, you know those little soda shops he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna put them all in there and somebody would come in there and like, I like that last one you, you had where you put them all in there. I want what's another your, what's one. What's your name, sir? What do you call it? Well, I call it Dr. Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a PhD in this soda poppery. I'm a doctor. You call me doctor. I'm a doctor. I didn't go to seven years of soda poppery school for fucking <laughs> you to call me sir. It's a family legacy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think we spent a half hour now on chips. On chips, <laughs> chips, and a little bit of soda to wash it down. Quality program, and uh, yeah, quality you know, program. And Canada, United States, and relationships. Yeah. Let's tear down that wall, Canada. Let's share, and you can have our barbecue chips. <laughs> yeah, you'll love them. They, not a barbecue chip in fucking Canada either. I didn't see. They weren't sitting next to the ketchup chips anyway. Not that I saw. That's weird. Maybe I don't, don't like barbecue, barbecue chips is. very much, so. I don't really remember seeing barbecue chips, but I never sought them out when I lived in Canada either. So, but I'm they're not, everywhere here. Not like, sure. Yeah, I know it's yeah. prevalent here. Yeah, but ketchup chips barbecue were the barbecue sauce chips. too. Like barbecue sauce everywhere. Like fast food places, it's like you just get barbecue sauce in the states. It's just everywhere. Right. Like it's not that way in Canada. Well, we have it wasn't when I was. They don't. When no, I was growing you up get there. maple syrup with for your cheeseburger <laughs> yeah. and fries. <laughs> yes, there's a different taste palette. Don't knock it. Maple syrup on a lot of shit is really good. Oh, man. Is. I'm I'm well aware. I, I have but, full respect but, for my Canadian brother. Put maple brethren. syrup in in fresh snow and eat it and thank me later. Wow, that's the most Canadian thing you can probably do. Did we just learn a we just learned some shit? Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Try it. Well, now that's like when nice have to wait a whole one of those fruit roll-ups, kind of the same deal. It's, it's amazing. Ooh. <laughs> I learned two fucking things that are going to not help me in my dietary <laughs> that goals. Is good though, yeah, you get you get. God damn, I never fruit, fruit roll-ups, not dude, fruit by the you foot, haven't but lived like fruit roll-ups. No, put a little dollop of ice cream in there, and wrap it up, and it like oh, it makes it all it crunch. Cr- it goes Being crunch. an only child has oh. such drawbacks. God damn, <laughs> I have the internet and I didn't even learn that. I didn't know where to look. Okay, well. For those of you that are like me and have heard those two things, the maple syrup one in the snow sounds a little like I got to see that. It's good. But I can imagine the fruit roll up with ice cream in it right now and I can't <laughs> want some. I can't want some. But I'm I'm curious. But now we have to wait like 12 months, you know, 11 months for winter to yeah. come or eight It's got to be the right snow too, right? Like it's got to be like the, Not nice, the yellow snow. nice, white, heavy, fluffy snow. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's got to be something on not, the internet. Not shitty wet snow. <laughs> Not the dirty snow. That not dirty America. <laughs> yeah. Not dirty United States yeah. snow. We want fresh, pure Canadian snow <laughs> only. <laughs> Mainly British Columbia yes. and Alberta, maybe. Well, British Columbia is the best province. So <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. It's true. All right. So enough about all that shit. Jeff, you've got some stories to tell us. I do. I and, do. And unfortunately, we got one. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so the first one. Uh, the reason I want I want to talk about it, well, one because it was a friend of mine, uh, but it was more my reaction to it, kind of surprising, really honest, and it might it might sound distasteful to people, but it's honest, and I bet other people feel this way. Right. Uh, so I had a, uh, a friend of mine. I won't say his name, but I had a friend of mine that I worked with uh, who uh, is six months older than me. He left with the career two weeks before I did, and uh, he died this last Saturday. Uh, right. Went to the gym all the time. Um, appeared healthy, extremely popular in town. Very, yeah. Um, and uh, reportedly had a heart attack this weekend hmm. after playing golf and died. That kind of supports my dad's theory as a theory that like people that are like super, never play super golf, crazy about being healthy. Oh. They're always the ones that like he's not super. He wasn't <laughs> super crazy about should. it. Yeah, right. but you wouldn't look at him. And go, man. 
He looks like walking death. Right. You know. Right. But. Yeah, that sucks, man. But here's the thing. You know, I mean, I lost my friend. I was supposed to go to lunch with him today, but obviously that didn't happen. Right. You're not um, going to go now? No. I'm not. Fucking dick. <laughs> well, I showed up and he didn't, he didn't make it. Oh. Well, then he's um, an asshole. <laughs> yes, this is my friend and I, and I crack jokes. This is how I deal with trauma. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are learning something about me today, too. This but uh, when Zach's mom died. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was just going to say, in case I haven't said it yet, yeah, the day my mom died, the day after Shane was doing dead mom jokes and it made it, made it so much easier to get through. That's what we do. So if it not, sounds not crass, who's it's there? Like, not your mom. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was one of those. I think it was dirtier, actually. But it, that, it was, that's it was what, a pretty. It was Shade a knows what I need. To, joke. Yeah, 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 I remember. Shade it. knows what I need to smile. Like, like even if you're, even when your mom was alive, it would have been a zinger of a your mom. Yeah, joke, and it just like the fact that she died the day before. I like. I it's felt, Christmas. I, you I son of this, a bitch. I had the split moment of being like, am I am I going to jump on that? Yep. 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 <laughs> this will test our friendship it's, in the best possible way. It's, it's like if it's funny, I don't feel like I, there's anything I can do about it. It's like I forgive all things that are funny. I guess I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, it's just like side note. Society seems to have this expectation of how someone else is supposed to mourn and how long it's supposed to take, right. and it's rarely honest. And right. I think that people will feign it sometimes. Yeah, too. it gets just because a lot. just because I don't mourn the way that you think that I should doesn't mean the person didn't mean something to me, and I didn't. I'm not suffering a loss. Maybe I just see it differently than you because of how much I've dealt with death. We all pretend like our lives are little Hallmark cards, and it's like no, they're not. It's just not. They're not. It's just not. So anyway, especially Shaden. Shaden's not Hallmark. Card. You know, it, it is Shaden. I, I mean, Jeff. My friend died. It sucks. Uh, I can't change it. So you move forward and deal with it. But here's what bothered me. Necromancy, dude. Just <laughs> <laughs> here's what here's what bothered me about it. Was the fact that we're basically the same age, left the career career at the same time, and statistically, no matter when you retire, the average death is within two years of leaving the career. Right. So he of held any true career? Huh? Of any career? No, no, well, law, oh, law, law enforcement yeah, law. specifically. Most people don't live past two years. That's interesting. Whether it be suicide or, or clock's uh, ticking on you, bro. Okay, yeah, I know. I TikTok, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's winding down, which made me nervous, right? I mean, that was my thought. I'm like, motherfuck. Yeah. So I, I got selfish about his death and started thinking about my own mortality. Who uh, wants to live forever? Sorry, which, is, that, is that selfish? I don't know. I, I don't either. know. I, I, I feel like that's. A it just made me reaction. think about things. A, a bit yeah um i mean you are a dick, but, but there was more <laughs> to it than that so i didn't find out until sunday evening uh when i got my phone i finally got my phone working uh and i the first text i got was that this guy had died somebody had sent me a message awesome yeah. which goes into well so that really bothered me i was I, it made me think about my own mortality and do i really only have a year left of my life. I mean, am I going to be another statistic? Is that going to make me change how I live my life? Uh, the answer is no. I was going to say the answer is like absolutely I don't, I don't fucking like no. Be doing anything different? I, if no. I'm not you taking your brakes, maybe for a second. If I'm not taking news, risks, I am not satisfied in life, and I understand that. If you want, to, in my opinion, if you want to enjoy life, you have to take risks, and you have to understand that those risks can cause problems, and can also cause death. And in that life, and I'm okay with that. Mm. So that goes into the earlier part of this day. 
So then Jeff went skydiving, <laughs> rocking mountain climbing. <laughs> Kinda. Uh, and he played that song the whole time he did those things. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, but I'm skydiving while he's singing skydiving. <laughs> rewind the song. I'm doing it. It's at the wrong part. <laughs> get back to the bridge. God damn it. Splat. Um, <laughs> anyway, so there was that. <laughs> but we'll get into that. So Sunday, uh, we were in the mountains and I uh, had spent a week in just kind of getting things put away in the apartments. Uh, my dad was actually up uh, for a couple days. I got to Turkey hunt with him a couple times, called him in a Turkey. He missed, eh, you know, it was bad circumstances, but right. it was still fun. Had a great weekend. We were going to wrap up the weekend, take out the four wheelers, uh, just see if we could make it up to where our bear baits are. Cause the snow starting to melt up there and it was like 80 degrees that day. It was beautiful. So Polly and I grabbed the kids and we each get on a four-wheeler. <laughs> we were uh new verse. Loaded up coolers with, you know, snacks and waters and all that shit. And we were gonna head up to the mountain with the kids and just have a nice family day. Yeah. So we jump on the four-wheelers and we're cruising up and we've gone a couple miles up the road, and then we kind of stop and pull over and dick around. We let the kids go to the bathroom and just have a cup You're of water. Supposed to dick, dick around, around children for a while. Yeah, it's definitely not it's frowned upon. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, anyway, jump back on. It's time to go. Uh, Polly's with AJ behind me. I got Luciana. And we get on the bike and just take out. We're driving like 10 miles an hour up this windy mountain road. The road isn't necessarily narrow, but there's a. The, the road kind of abruptly ends. It's got, you know, like a, a sharp edge on the, on the outer part of the road where, you, where your wheels will drop off. Mm-hmm. Well, then there's about a 70 percent decline that's where death begins at about, <laughs> right at about six yeah. feet and then there's a little tree line with with the raging creek down below oh it's there a was, precipice oh good but there was still about three feet of snow beyond the road in that tree line so i'm cruising along 10 miles an hour lucy's sitting in front of me and she falls asleep so i'm just kind of putting around driving with one hand holding on to her uh-huh. i look back and polly and aj aren't there huh I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe they stopped. Went about 30 seconds, because I was going around the corner. I was like, I'd look back. No, nah, maybe she did, just didn't clear the corner. I stop. They're not coming. Well, that's fucking weird. Yikes. So I turn around, and I'm driving back, and I'm still not seeing them. I start driving faster, and uh, I finally get to about where we had started. So this has been about three minutes of me driving total. This is pretty quick. And I get back to where we started and no shit, off the side of the road, I see a four-wheeler tipped sideways down that hill. We had passed a guy, this older guy who was riding this, he was riding a bicycle, big guy, the big heavy guy. I was surprised he was riding a bicycle. We passed him right before we stopped, probably a mile before we stopped. When I get there, the four-wheeler's on its side. He's there, standing in the roadway, just looking confused. So I'm like, I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. where are they? He's like, they're under here. What happened was, Polly was cruising down the road about 10 miles an hour. We were just putting. Mm-hmm. And AJ was talking to her. And she turned to hear what he said, because she couldn't hear him, because he had a helmet on and everything. And uh, that turn, and she was really close to the edge of the road and just moved her handlebars a little bit. 
and uh, edge of the road drop off caught those right wheels and flipped her bike. Fuck. And then so it was like she said it was like a slow roll. So they fell off and then the bike rolled on top of them. Ooh. Well, what happened was it pinned Polly faced away from AJ. So her both legs and her left arm were trapped under the bike, but her right arm was free, but AJ was behind her. He fell off the bike and his face planted in the snow. Well, because he had his helmet on and then the bike landed on him. Oh, so he's getting crushed by the bike. And his face was buried in the snow, so he couldn't breathe. Oh. And she couldn't get his face out of the snow. So all she's doing is listening to him oh, struggle for air. Fuck. Well, this guy pulls up and apparently tells her, I, there's, I, I don't know what I could, I don't think I can help you. Like, not I'm going to take some action. I don't think I can help you. And Polly's screaming. What the fuck is that? Per I don't fucking think I can help you. Try well, anyway. Well, try anyway, yeah. <laughs> right? But we're talking different mindsets of people, right? So fucking Polly, the badass that she is, doing <clears throat> everything that she can do in the situation, she's, the guy's trying to pull the bike from from this roadside, pull it uphill. She's like, no, I need you to get over on around the other side of the bike, down this hill, and get it pushed up so I can get my leg free. Because AJ is struggling for air. He's getting crushed. She can't get her leg out. The guy gets over to that side and she says he moved it just enough where she could get her boot unhooked and she got her foot up on the seat so she still pinned she got one arm free and one leg free and was able to push the bike up just a little bit and get aj's head turned so he could at least have an airway fuck yeah but she said his he was still struggling breathing and the bike's crushing him right, well right. by then i got there screaming what the you know what the fuck where are they i get around and i grab a hold of the bike it's I'm pushing uphill. They're about 600 pounds. Mm -hmm. It's leaning on a tree. I was able to shove the bike up wow. and they got out. They were able to get out. And then I picked it up again and actually got that thing back up on the road. How I picked up a 600 bike, 600 pound bike uphill. I don't know. Thank fucking got him in shape. Adrenaline babies. And it was bad enough. You had petechiae all around his eyes. Yikes. He was, oh, he was a, a color of blue for a minute. It oh was, boy. He almost died. It was no. fucking scary. He's never going to forget but, that shit. No. Well, we'll get there. So here's the thing. I, I mean, it was a very traumatic experience mm -hmm. for Polly. Obviously, she felt responsible and, oh, my God, almost killed my kid. But the reality is it's just an incident that happened. Mm -hmm. um, it, everything turned out it, as it ends up. No injuries. To, I mean, some minor bruising. Um no major injuries, Thank goodness. no problems to the bike, but a matter of 30 <laughs> well, seconds. Yeah, I was definitely. <laughs> but How a matter of 30 seconds to a minute later. How's your insurance premium? You got a dead person. Yeah, dude. So obviously a very traumatic incident at that time. So how do you deal with that? Yeah, who wants do to be on the Do you decide, oh my God, we had this great day planned where this accident happened, could have caused a tragedy but instead everybody did what they needed to do in that in that crisis whatever they could do everybody did what they could do and we beat the fucking crisis yeah. we won right and that that That's was the better mindset to take like this happens in life sometimes no matter what you do no matter how fucking safe you are bad things can fucking happen it's what you do at that time that's important. Mm -hmm. And maybe you lose. 
still, but did you do everything you possibly could? Mm -hmm. that, that, that's all you need to do is everything that you can. Yeah, all you can do is your best, yeah. You know? Um, so I'm, I'm so proud of Polly for, she kept her mind about herself. She did everything that she could do in the situation that she was in. I was happy for the guy to come by. He did minimal because he wasn't physically capable to, but he did help. And then, of course, I was happy that I was in shape enough and strong enough and had the forethought to turn around and see what the fuck was going on. It mm -hmm. just all circumstantially worked out yeah, where I was able to get him out. Um, so then, you know, and it did. It freaked the kids out. It freaked Paulie out. It freaked me out. Fuck, there was, I mean... It, there was a lot of emotion, a it's lot of tears, to have a, a lot of picnic adrenaline. after that. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have a picnic after yeah, that. Yeah, we, we went that. and got, <laughs> you know, hospital. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we went yeah. and took care of things, but yeah. took the bike into the shop, make sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> Should just rub some dirt in it and got on with the picnic. I know. Right? <laughs> well, we kind of did actually, in a way. We, uh -huh. we, you know, we got back on the bikes and drove back, and we actually stopped at another area to get the kids calmed down, and and uh, mm. I mean, everybody was shaken up pretty bad yeah how long did this this whole thing happened it was over a, a time period of like a couple minutes yeah uh, i would say three to four minutes wow so, so the kid kid was out of air probably for yeah. a little bit of time so okay. anyway this is not something we're proud of by any means in fact it, it, i don't it's not great to talk about but i think that there's value in the conversation yeah and and, and I, I think the point i'm trying to illustrate is it doesn't fucking matter what happens in life you have to make decisions do i do i just stop now or or, or do i move on and, and and face this this issue that i have anything that you're trying to do whether it just be day-to-day -day mundane stuff things can happen and when there's a problem that you have to address a lot of people just won't address their problems you have to address whatever problem it is whether it be a life or death situation or something simple mm -hmm. and if you don't that problem can can exacerbate so now we're so now we're we're afraid that the kids aren't going to want to go on the four-wheeler anymore uh polly's you know probably having some fear of even riding one mm -hmm. and uh, of course i'm feeling responsible because i'm the man supposed to be in charge of all this and there wasn't why i wasn't following why i was leading i don't know i just was mm -hmm. you know with a second guess i go fuck i should have been behind her i wouldn't have stopped it but i would have been right there it wouldn't have gone on as long as it did. Right. So there's, you know, there's weird feelings of guilt and, and, uh, you know, fuck, did we do the right thing? But ultimately we had to decide, okay, where are we going to go from here with this information? We sat and we talked for hours and we dissected what happened. And the reality is it was just a fucking accident. It yeah. can happen. If fuck it's happened to me, it happened to you. Yeah. You just didn't flip. Yeah. It literally, um, I thought about that where it's mm -hmm. like, same thing it happens to, to everybody once and that's how you learn yeah um so we got did we get lucky yeah we got lucky but we got lucky because everybody responded the way that should they should respond at that time and got did something they, nobody just did nothing everybody did what they could do right so the following day i feel like that kid should have probably picked up the bike though he didn't do anything i'm sorry <laughs> should have um, just been like fuck this <sighs> well he was yeah he was like jesus christ sorry paulie that's crass <laughs> <laughs> well the guy was and like, i'm proud of you by the way the guy's like god damn that might mean to you fucking hulk i'm like well it's my family right. that was the other thing too is like in law enforcement, I did that shit all day long. Right, that was kind of my normal life. Right. I've been gone for a year, and then when it's your own 
family, it's a lot fucking different. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot different. One, you don't expect it. The, just the whole the feel of the day. I mean, that's a fucking shock that you mm-hmm. suddenly, you suddenly, I mean, you're all in bliss and now you're in a fucking shit storm. That's like, what happened. Serious shit storm. Uh, We've all kind of had that happen yeah. to us. Too, Everybody but, does throughout life, right? Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. Point, yeah. That's my point. That is fucking life. Yeah. So we dissected it and our decision was tomorrow morning, we're packing our shit up, we're getting on the four-wheelers, and we're going for a fucking picnic. That's a good idea. And you know what we did? Just that. Good. And the fucking kids... Had fun. and Had fun. They, and they were nervous to start with, and we got them calm. They might be nervous for a while. And we had a great fucking day, and it's... They don't even talk about it at this point. I mean... You, you set the example. You guys are setting the tone. We handled it well. Like, yep, this happened. We're all Okay. Things like this in life are going to happen sometimes. You do your best, you work through it, and you get the fuck back up, mm-hmm. and you face your fucking fear, yeah. and you do it. Well, I got in a little fender bender, right? And for the last forever, I've been questioning it. It's like I've, I've always thought of myself as a good driver. We all kind of do. But I have a good record, too. Like, I, I haven't been in a lot of accidents. I don't drive crazily. But you do. You're like, fuck, I, I don't want that to happen again. And so you're really on, on guard. But it does get over with with time. Right. But it's the same exact thing. It's like you got in a car accident, basically, and it, and they have dire consequences sometimes. They certainly can. And even Polly was uh, talking to one of her friends today uh, and told him the story, and her friend is like, how is this not a sign for you to not go live this life? Right. Of like, course, that was her response. That's a lot of people that don't. That's, that's a lot of, p- of people's response. Like, oh, my God, this thing happened that could have been really bad, so why would you go and continue this woodsy crazy life as we drive on the freeways every right. day to it's work like, no this is just hour. our life you, like, well <laughs> so the, i guess the value what i what i'm trying to convey is is it doesn't fucking matter what happens you have to push forward you have to face whatever it is or redirect and move on because if you don't what's the other option you can sit in your fucking house on your couch and be safe as possible bad things are still going to fucking happen yeah. it doesn't matter yeah so you and you can you know I, when you're saying this i think of monique when she was young she was attacked by a dog the first thing you would think of is like man she probably doesn't like dogs but for some reason the kind of person that she is and it's only been good for her she leaned into the other direction where it's like well i'm gonna understand dogs i'm gonna so it's like the same thing it's like these kids can be like i'm afraid of these things or i'm afraid of a car or you can be like, I'm going to learn how to drive a car real well. I'm going to learn how to be real alert. I'm going to learn how to drive a four-wheeler real well. And, you know. Right. I, I do, you know, with the dog thing, when I got my face ripped off by a dog. Right. What did I do? I went and joined the quarry team so I could get bit by dogs. Right. Because I, sure like, I, I didn't want to have a fear of dogs. No wonder you and Monique have that kind of yeah, vibe that weird between thing. that shit. Yeah. 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 Stubborn sons of bitches, you guys. Yeah. Fear, <laughs> fear is meant to be a reminder, not a ruler. You know, you can't live in fear because as soon as you let it take charge of aspects of your life then you're crippled in that area from that mm-hmm. point forward until and unless you choose to address it and the longer you don't address it the harder it becomes That's to right. address it you know mm-hmm. so. then it becomes a phobia and it can rule your fucking life well, yeah. i mean that kind of shit will, that kind of shit will rewire pathways in your brain exactly. neurologically you know exactly. it's just like, like you, if you don't if you don't address it uh in a in a short amount of time then then your brain just begins it creates this permanent association like you're saying with dogs or you know driving cars or i I have people in my life that won't drive to this day because they were in a bad wreck and they're like i just don't 
I'll, t- I'll take the bus. I'll get a ride. I'll ride my bike. I just don't I get it. not drive, get you know, it. and like I get it too, but it's like probably wouldn't be that way if you just get back in the saddle and, and mm. it's hard. Like it's easy to sit here and oh, yeah, just do it, you know, and I'm, I know all three of us have done it at some point in our lives, so we're not just talking out of our ass, but not to downplay how fucking difficult it is to do that, especially depending on how severe the, the situation was that made you fearful, but it's important. I agree. It's yeah. a something you got to be very mindful of because there's plenty of shit in life that will cripple you (laughs) mentally yeah it's good to be in the habit of addressing the things that you know will do that for that's one of the main ones for (laughs) sure it really was through the conversations that paulie and i were having about this that i'm like no this is this was a tragic incident no it wasn't it could have been a tragic incident it was a very scary uncomfortable situation that we were in that we fucking won yeah that's what you have to remember here we had a bad situation and we beat it now you can't you can remember it what are we going to learn from this and how are we going to deal with it and you know like i said our, our decision was to face it head on and uh you know Polly initially i don't think she was thinking that way but through our conversations we figured it out and and i it, it brought so much more value because i mean i almost lost yet another child in my life yeah man and i i couldn't imagine what that would be like i couldn't imagine what that would be like for polly and then you know being there for that um so scary yeah just just so really what it did was this tragic incident only brought more gratitude to my life thank god i take care of myself thank god Polly takes care of herself. Yeah. Thank God everybody was okay. Or God, I say God because that's the common phrase. Right. But respect. It's all good. You know, the, just everybody. Uh, yeah, it was going on gratitude. Uh, it, it just made me realize. I mean, I already knew how much I love my family, but it just brought that much more love, and that much more. Uh, uh, respect and 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 understanding okay what direction is this family going to go and this family is going to go straight into fucking risk and danger and we're not going to back down from it and you know what bad things are going to happen sometimes and we're going to fucking deal with it and mm-hmm. i just think that's the best way to live yeah well, that's kind of what i was driving at when i said fear is meant to be a reminder you know cause it's just it's it's that you know remind you to be grateful of when shit doesn't hit the fan, but also a reminder of that, like, cause I guarantee that shit's going to live in both your guys' mind from this day forward when you're riding on a quad, especially with kids, you know, of course. And, and, and then, and that's not a bad thing because it's just going to cause you to be more cognizant of the possibility, you know, and so you probably be safer in the end because of it, you know, even the silly thing like, Oh, we're like, Oh, uh, Hey, we got helmets for the kids right on. They were actually, it was like the first time the kids would actually put the damn helmets on too. <laughs> We've struggled with getting them to keep oh, those on. So oh. they wore them and, and you know, it's like, Oh, the helmets will keep our kids safe. Well, the helmet probably played a part, but the helmet also played a part in making him, making him not be able to move. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's pros I, and cons. You really it's have just to wonder, man, like, the person that I mean, for sure, Polly has probably really complicated thoughts about all of this. Absolutely, like super complicated. I wonder what the little guy thinks, because it's a very interesting thing. Monique grew up immediately when she had a run-in with death, because she got mauled by a dog. She wasn't right, but she got mauled, right. basically almost murdered by a dog, eaten by a dog, and this kid almost died. So I wonder where his brain was in that process. You know what I mean, like. 
that's something that he'll probably want to unpack in a weird i mean that's a seriously adult theme for a mind especially a little well we definitely had conversations with the kids as well i was more coming from the well, I know. I, I'm parents, not saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you know probably all the answers to. Well, and they're yeah, and they're doing. The you know, I mean, and you know, life is going on as as yeah. as normal. But I think you know when we talked to him, we, that really was the explanation of like, yeah, that sucked. There's no doubt that sucked, and that was really scary. And and we're sorry that that happened. Yeah. Um, well, have you had you've had when you were young? Did you have uh, near death experiences a couple times or? Yeah, I know you did actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was your lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> Done some things, <laughs> and did, and you've had near death experiences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you I know, had, I had a few as a kid. So they don't weigh terribly heavily on you, on either of you guys. So f- well, I don't know. It's hard I to have forgotten that. mine. Yeah, for same. A single minute, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's impactful when it's yourself versus someone else because yeah. myself, I'm like I can fucking handle it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I do. It does make sense, yes. Where somebody else, I'm like, oh, I mean. Someone that you care about and you're responsible for or with and the support of, yeah. It's weird. The the feelings of guilt that come with this that are so fucking unnecessary. There's no guilt involved here. We did anything wrong. It's this incident that happened that that happens all the time. Did Did a mistake occur? Yes. Yeah. But it was not from recklessness or carelessness it was just one little slip that can happen driving down the road right or walking down the road if you walk down the road and you fall you just lay there the rest of your life you get up fucking walk again mm-hmm. right. right yeah yeah I mean, maybe you break a leg you need some help up you'll walk a little bit later unless you're having a particularly bad day and you're like you know what fuck it <laughs> i'll just lay in the intersection just let it happen <laughs> just squirrels eating food out of your ears i'm sure like what the fuck bugs or something i don't know i, I didn't sign up for this i don't know why there's bugs in your ear but i, I just you were laying there a long time i think it really symbolizes the way that i i see people i want to see people attack life yeah problems are going to happen bad things are going to happen scary things are going to happen tragedy is going to happen you have two choices fucking quit or figure out how the fuck you're going to move on Mm-hmm. and push forward not just survive move on get get forward in life and and we because of how we communicated with the children uh i think that we facilitated that greatly and ended up having a great day the next day yeah and, the example is the big know. thing because the kids are like do i make a big deal of this what do i do and you look to the parents and you're like no we're moving forward this is what we do that's huge dude that really is yeah. it's a I, big part of nurture you know, those are there was a lot of tears between Polly and i you know I bet you guys shared some. This this will likely bring your family even closer together. It did. It has to. Yeah. It has to. It's bringing all of us closer to your family too by listening. It's, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. I'm closer to you, but you were pushing. You're like, fuck, get away from me. <laughs> fuck. No, Thank you for it, sharing. I'm glad, it, and I'm glad it worked out that way yeah. and not not the way that it could have. Dude, so, that's and then we got shit. then we got back to the apartment. And then I got the the text about my buddy and i'm like well fuck yeah. this is a great day what a day right on yeah. but you know what we still made the best of it and uh did what we needed to do and here we are and we're pressing forward with all our plans and life is good and there isn't uh, we're not gonna skip a beat other than hey we learned some shit we're not gonna let that happen next time dude that's what whenever a big thing like i don't know why i think of this but jack in the box in like the eight, late 80s or early 90s they in spokane or, or maybe just the company i don't know shovel cock me again here we go but they they did have an equali problem and I'll tell you what, that company will never have an equali problem again. Like everybody, <laughs> they got that dialed in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my my family, we would eat there. My mom was like, "You gotta try this," and so we'd eat there all the time. And when she heard that news, she's like, "Oh fuck!" But nobody got it. I've had equali. We definitely didn't have it. And uh, 
but yeah, everybody was afraid to go there. And like a week later, they you know no cars were going in. They're like, hey, we're we're good and stuff. And it's like, I think it was my dad. My dad's like, oh, they'll never have E. coli again. Yeah. You know, if they want to stay in business, they're they're the cleanest business in Spokane. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. So we kept eating there and blah blah. That is kind of funny um, that you bring that up because there's a place. in Sorry, town. Jack the Box. I didn't mean to bring that up. I know that's old news. <laughs> there's, there's a place in town uh, called Gyu Sushi. And uh, they were my favorite place to go get sushi in in the city. I was like, yeah, good shit. And then I, I'd been eating there often for months. And uh, then this uh, they had they had like a temp chef come in, and he put them on blast. Like took a bunch of videos and shit in their kitchen of like fish in bowls being set on the f- dirty floor and like people's boots touching them when they're walking past yeah. and like fish being sitting out not in an ice bath for too long you know that kind of shit and just totally lit him up which she should have you know like i was just like yeah that's fucking gross and i've been eating that shit like that's gnarly mm-hmm. you know so i quit going there and like they shut down for a while and then like made this whole thing about oh we changed the practices and deep cleaning and we're back open and i was like no fuck you you know <laughs> i didn't go back but <laughs> i you trust make, you not you make a valid point probably never will that ever happen there again yeah <laughs> but but once you ruin your reputation like that right i mean good luck getting people back yeah but i still haven't gone back it's been years right so, so <laughs> on this on this incident one of the you know biggest things that paulie and i were so grateful for in ourselves like thank god we take care of ourselves yeah because if we didn't we would have lost yeah. that we would have lost a that lot battle 100 i mean because she was pushing stuff without sounding fucking like i'm patting myself on the back getting that bike up was a ridiculous feat. Those things, and I'm had. sure adrenaline had a lot to do with it. Yeah, but goddamn, glad I was able to. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, she's like, I will never. Not that she ever has, but anytime, anytime you want to work out, just go. <laughs> <laughs> right. sure. You just take care of you, brother. You're good. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I was attracted to this fucking hulky man, and he hulked for me. Thank you. Fuck, that's yeah. the point. You did the thing. That's yeah. the point. But yeah, follow next time. Guys. And she's just been yeah, just a beast in the gym ever since, too. Just like, nope, that's never happening. I don't want to have to depend on that again. I won't be able to do it myself. I so. think you need to get more in touch with your feminine side, bro. I do, too. <laughs> uh, and, and thank you, Polly, for letting us talk about this. And yeah, yeah, we, we talked about it a lot. Much respect time. to you. And, it's funny because uh, we didn't go back and tell our families, but she's like, but you could do it on the show because I see that there's value. In it. Well, now you know that there's going to be a com- There has to be. I don't even know your situation all that well but I, there has to be people in the peripheral that are like what are you doing with those kids out in the woods what are you grizzly adams what the fuck's going on who's this here yeah. yeah i mean but what you guys are doing is is pretty cool it's like a it's a cool opportunity i would i don't know it's some people want to live in a mansion in beverly hills or something and have a pool that overlooks all the smoggy stuff i don't know and you want to live out in the fucking i want to live and, in a very small house in the middle of nowhere and 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 do family cool like just be Swiss as, Family Robinson shit. Be as close to <laughs> Earth as I possibly can. And yeah, that's not for everybody. It's certainly not for people who grew up in the city their whole life and haven't experienced it and don't understand it. I I, I get that. Yeah. But don't don't judge me for it. Right. Like, right. That'd be like me they judging. Are, that'd be like me judging somebody for getting hit by a bus crossing the street. Going, I told you you should have never lived in the city. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, that makes no sense, right? That's happened before. You know that's happened before. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Somebody, somebody's saying that. It's about the same. It's about hit the by same a bus thing. and it's because yeah. city. Everybody does that shit. But they're right. Too. I, I, I Canadian friends come down to visit me after I moved down here and like you know their families are just like you can't go to he lives in a city in America you're gonna get shot right I'm like that I'm 
I'm here. (laughs) I don't feel that. I don't don't feel that I've been shot ever. (laughs) And it doesn't take a very long timeline in my life for someone to be able to tell me, I told you so, because I take a lot of risks in life and on purpose. I challenge myself and I fail a lot. I try never to tell people I told you so. If I have in life and you're listening to this and he's like, fuck you, Zach, you did. I really don't (laughs) like that because it's not useful. It's really not like... I don't know. <laughs> the end of things, like, I told you so. What does that do? It's like, all right. Okay, you're right. But next time you're going to be wrong because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it again it, and it I'm going to go right yeah, next time. It motivates a contrarian is what it does. It's like, oh, you did, did you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's on, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, we learned a lot today. Good job, Polly. Yeah. Now, I, now I know who not I, to ride doubles with on the quad. That little kid. That little kid can't drive for shit. Seriously, dude. I, you don't understand. I am so fucking... Fuck, sorry. Well, I'm so fucking prouder. Yeah. Yeah, man. Should be. Full rights. Yeah, dude. Mm. Something like the going gets she, tough and then you get tough. She could have froze. I mean, she was she was penned. Yeah. And she beat it. And she called me the hero. I wasn't the hero. She mm. was. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. did a great job. Yeah, no shit. That's uh, it would have been really, really easy to panic and lose your head in that situation, especially as a mom. You know, I can't even imagine mom with your kid in peril like that. That's a primary place to fucking freeze if you're gonna. You know, yeah, for right. sure. No, it's also she, when you can a, pick she, up a car, which is what she basically she's is doing. F- yeah, that that girl, a fucking warrior. Yeah, that's yeah. right. She's she was built for me. That's for sure. That's, <laughs> that's what's up, dude. Nice. So she must be a good poet too, if that's the case. She can the write. Warrior poet thing. Girl can write. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. There's that. We, we just we talked about it. And it was like there, there's got to be value in this for everybody else. We were able to find value in it. Somebody else can too. So, I think, yeah, I think this was a pretty good moment in time for people to be part of. God so. damn it! I almost made it through for sure. Now, <laughs> now it's over. Get your shit together, dude. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> this is the clippable part that we're gonna. I'm good. We're gonna have to turn turn the cameras off. Yeah, turn the cameras off. I'm gonna turn the volume up and the contrast to eleven. No, it's just but to be that proud of somebody and how they respond oh, in, in a crisis situation. I mean, that, that feels good. Yeah, you know, well, I'm, I'm proud of you for saying, you know, how you feel and letting and letting us share in that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing here. I think. It is. And this ride, holy fuck. I don't know what kind of a analogy. You know, we've done loop-de-loops. We've done the water rides. Uh, we've, I, I don't know. This is like the Space Mountain. like, and then, and then like straight down drop thing, the Superman ride. You ever do that one at Six Flags? You go up and then you're... Nope. I wish I could show the scene. Uh, I, I mean, well, the scene. It's just, I wish I could show... That was a cop thing that just came out. Of your right, mind. how the how the bike went, how the how the bike was, and just just the setup of it. It, it. it when that guy rolled up, I'm sure it looked impossible to him, and never once in his mind, I don't. Did he ever have to? Yeah, I don't know this guy from anyone, but I'm guessing by his response, he probably had never been put in a situation where he had to be the one to go into action before, and he just ultimately froze until Polly 
got him to do what he needed to do. She was able to instruct him in her situation, which is just fucking incredible to me. Because most people just go code black and panic and scream. And they're like, I'm fucked. You need to do something, but I don't know what you need to do. She was able to tell him what the fuck to do so she could get that leg out so she could do what she needed to do. And then I get there and then I, I mean, I can already see what I got to do. Get that fucking bike up. Let's go. Boom. Um, Which was great. You know, I keep running it through. It was it was just an ama- it was an amazing experience that was fucking terrible, and yeah. it made my life better. It made everybody's life better because of it. And that might seem weird, no, but it's even, all it's even all that, in perspective. Even that guy that barely helped, you gave him his first experience of like, oh fuck, I need to know how to be yeah. useful in a situation. <laughs> if, so, if anybody in that equation. Uh, needed to freeze. He was probably the best candidate, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Sh- maybe shouldn't have happened at all. But if it had to be somebody, that's acceptable. And, and, it's, and it's hard. Fair. And it's hard to not go. Well, this could have gone wrong, and this could have gone wrong. And what if this didn't happen? Worth it. But you know what? It all fucking happened the way that it did, and it all worked out. Yeah. Lucky Our, or not, right, wrong, or indifferent, doesn't matter. That's how it was. That's how it worked, and everybody's okay. How many times do you think you've run through this in your mind? If you could put a number on it, this, this particular thousand. Uh, yeah, right. And that's and 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 you have to understand it was probably it's not as bad for me as for Polly. Right. How many times through her mind might be three thousand? Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. That's it's. Isn't that interesting how our brains are working? Isn't it? Try and step back and be like, man, my brain is busy. It really wants me to focus on this. Why is this good for me? Am I missing? Is is there a puzzle I'm missing? It's Dude, like that's part of our fascin- our fascination with it, right? It's weird chemicals when yeah. you go through that kind of stuff, and and you guys shared them together, and uh, I don't know. It's trauma bonding, and you, <laughs> yeah. it really is. <laughs> In a way, it's trauma. Kind of bond, we were already bonded. I never, so it I never love it more than when I encounter somebody who's had similar trauma to me, and we can talk about it. I'm just like, ha! Oh, right. <laughs> yes, I need, I need all of you paying attention to all of me right now. Let's get into it. <laughs> and we just made the decision to break it down and to figure out what's going to be good about this, yeah. as opposed to what's bad about this, right? It's easy to be victimizational. Yeah. You can <laughs> choose you can choose to not be a victim of anything if you yeah. don't want to be. It's all in your mindset. There's a lot of chemicals that you have to get through, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I It agree. doesn't take away the scariness. It mm-hmm. doesn't take or away the six thousand times or a thousand times you go through it in yeah, your it mind. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't take away the replaying, but it's how I choose to deal with it and, and, and how we all chose to deal with it and how we were able to press, even though we were pressing forward, but that doesn't take the incident away. We're still going to think about it. Right. It's how you choose to do with, deal with it the majority of the time. Right. Because it's okay to sometimes be like, break down and be like, holy life is weird and very, very fragile and holy fuck, we're lucky. Yeah. There's also that too. Well, it and, is, and it's hard to say lucky because it's really, but it is though. Fight or flight is a thing where you don't know what you're going to do. Like, you just don't know. Sometimes you'll run towards the bullets. Sometimes you'll hide from the bullets. I thought about that. What if I hadn't done what I did for the last 27 years? Would I have responded the same? Right. You've, you've dealt with so many of these kind of things. And you, so you have a totally different attitude towards but, tra- trauma. But it is different when it's your family. It, it, it was and, just go to work. But once it was done, that's where I got fucked up. Yeah. But it's okay to, to move forward with, with you know, uh, courage uh, the whole time. But it's okay also to be like, break down a little bit and be like I need a hug because the kids are there well there's that too but it's okay for them to see not the not necessarily a breakdown but yeah but that's whatever it's human shit they're gonna see it all they just saw some really human shit where I don't know but props to you for 
it's hard not to say this one in a weird way, but as dudes, a lot of times, not in every relationship, but we kind of make promises where it's like, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to do what's necessary. I'm going to be strength. We need strength. I'll grab that thing off the top shelf. And you did. You, you proved that you're, you're willing to do that. And yeah, but on the other hand, she knows that about you and, and you know, something about her too. Where she but I felt that I felt it a little bit the other way. It's like, well, I should have done this and I should have done that. And I, I should have been behind right. you, but I, but I wasn't, but here's the thing. Right. I know that I can depend on Polly to do whatever it's going to fucking take. Win, lose, or draw, she's going to do whatever she has the capability to do to win in any situation. Whether she wins or loses, it doesn't matter. She's going to she's gonna fight her hardest. Yeah. And that's what's important to me. Because the people in my corner are going to fight their hardest. And I, and I know that now. Without a doubt. <laughs> I, always, I always knew it, but now it's been tested. And without a fucking day, doubt, that's who I want by my side. Fuck yeah. No man. questions. Shit, yeah. Well, how do we segue into something else from this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sorry about I that. I mean, I thought I set the bar pretty high with yep. ketchup chips. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> well, let's take, let's take a second and, and breathe on that. Because yeah. we do have another heavy one that we wanted to finalize today. But uh, I don't know, man. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, I hope And you didn't value. tell us the story. And you were like, I want to see what you guys... I mean, so how do we do... Yeah. I think I started making jokes in the middle before I knew where I was going. You were like, hold on, bro. Before you start digging a grave for yourself, let me tell you what happened. I, you guys can't see my little hand motions while yeah. I'm talking. They're like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. No, nope, you don't want to say the, that. The That's universal, true. shut your fucking mouth, son. Just hold on a minute. You're not going to want to say that in just a second. Neither Zach or I are good at that. No. I'm shutting our fucking mouths. Like I'll run my face right into the yield sign and just knock myself out with it. It'll fall on me. Uh, <laughs> the most irony out. Anyway, I, I think that like was better than the police like story. Speaking of uh, speaking of yield signs, I feel like maybe I've asked you guys this before, maybe even on the podcast. But did you guys? It is ever, the best Pearl Jam. Did album. you guys ever go through the uh, oh. phase of stealing like street signs, road signs, dude? Yeah, signs. I did. Uh, I got a couple. Yeah, a little bit. I, I stole my own name once. Jeff. No. Jeff Street. Jeff Avenue. There probably is one. What the fuck? That seems more likely to me than Getchell. Where the fuck is Getchell? Yeah, where is Getchell? It's in a little town, Amity, Oregon. You're right. I'm laughing. And the Getchell is way more I know. I'm like, what? Where are you finding Getchell Avenue? Every city has Getchell Avenue. There's a Getchell, Washington. No shit. No shit. Somewhere there's a picture of me next to their dental. That's where you're hiding your cult, huh? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I did it a couple of times. I liked stealing construction signs, which is even more dickish because they're <laughs> necessary <laughs> for directing traffic. <laughs> but I thought they would also be necessary for directing my drunk friends at my house. Yes, so. I've been known <laughs> in a house than it does on a street. Right. I've been known to reconstruct the cones in construction oh, yeah. sites. Oh, probably, yeah. probably very dangerous. But yes, yes. I, did I didn't see the. It was one of those jokes that you're never going to get the get get the payoff. Right. I probably caused death. But you can I don't imagine know. it. Yeah. I, I probably caused death. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, we might be. We might both be guilty of that because I've done the same shit. Way to follow like, up. Like I put thought into it. I was like, this is this will be funny, but not deadly, right? Probably. 
<laughs> Realistically, though, I mean, the construction crews are probably getting there before traffic tends to. So they probably I would be hope like, so. what the fuck's going on here? They probably know <laughs> this shit happens. They're like, get the backups. Yeah. For, they're, ex- <laughs> they're big ass expensive signs, some of those things, True, too. Yeah. Where it's like, I told my story where I pulled up the, the children at play sign and I rolled my car. Yes. Uh, on <laughs> Cut the so, yeah, yeah, that's right. Still got the scars. So <laughs> that was one sign that I stole. I don't. I did have a friend who I, I really like, but he just kind of was a little out there with with substances and stuff at the time, and I'm sure he's not anymore, but uh, every time he would do certain substances, he would just do weird things that were like, what the f-? like? And one time he just got out of the car, we're by the Spokane Library, dude, <laughs> right in your old beat, and he got out of the car and he just pulled the fucking stop sign out of the ground. A stop sign, Jeff. Those are not easy to pull out of the they're ground. They're not. They're not. You pull That's a impressive. stop sign out of the ground, <laughs> and the police saw some. Probably you. It's probably you. I was running from you, buddy. <laughs> but he fucking pulled that thing out of the ground, and then dropped it and got in the car and goes go go go. We're like, what the fuck, dude? Why? I just wanted to pull the stop sign. <laughs> and that was like the tip on that stuff. So there's a few things with signs. It's kind of funny though. He sounds like so a fun guy. He was a fun guy. <laughs> he, he really was. He's he's absolutely one of my I best friends. On chaos. That was just, like everything about that appealed to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a super fun guy, a nice guy, and and a smart, funny guy. So and then Monday, and a crazy guy. Then Monday, I started instances. phase one of. 75 hard as your monthly challenge is live hard live, live hard yeah, yeah rather yeah. Have, have a boner all the time and also which is the title i prefer fasting at the same time which you're not they recommend don't fast and do this program at the same time but i decided to challenge somebody else on the fasting thing mm. so i'm gonna fast and do it anyway and see how it goes so far it's going great nice Good. yeah well we'll find out in a month if you're you know well, and i hit the 200 mark that was a big deal for me to get down to 200 nice yeah, you look good. You Thanks. look fucking skinny. I had no idea that your story was going to go to the depths that it did when you came in because you were smiling and happy. And dude, life good. is good. I mean, life is good. Everybody's yeah. alive. Yeah, dude, Nobody's really hurt. Is. Yeah, uh, I guess you should. Everything should taste better now, huh? Er, yeah, everything does taste a lot better. It's yeah. the, the the sun is a lot prettier. So are the clouds. Right. And uh, you know the fact that I get to go work out twice a day is amazing. And you get to play cars with that little yeah. kid and all the yeah, fun. The stuff. fact I get to take cold showers is great. <laughs> it means I'm alive. Yeah. So Hell yeah. All right. Well, we have some time left, and I feel like we've got some bandwidth left because we only get to do one of these a week nowadays. Are you? Do you got the bandwidth? I got the bandwidth. Uh, yeah. We've got people that have been asking for for episodes and episodes now yeah. to finalize, uh, not to find. They can't. We're not going to finalize. Say, I don't think this will this be is, the final chapter. This is six more episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah we're going to move the ball forward a bit uh, the, in the, the sociopath chapter. stories. Yeah. Yeah. So let's. Uh, I guess we should recap a little bit, right? To get our, get our heads back. <laughs> Last week on yeah. Sociopath Stories. <laughs> right. So where did we Sociopath leave it? Sociopath romances. We had <laughs> just moved into that bitchin' house up on the South Hill. My brother moved down from Canada to stay with us, I think is where we left it. I don't, I don't remember. I feel like I saw the outside of it, and I was like, holy shit. It's but nice I, don't think, I don't think I ever saw the inside. Yeah, I don't know if you ever did. We were like... We were just sort of like music scene buddies at, yeah. at that time. Yeah. Like we we crossed paths. I barely go to your am, house amiable, now. Yeah, I know. No one. I think I think you've been to my house now that I've lived in for over three years. Like 
five times. Yeah. A couple of them for podcasts, <laughs> right? That's only for business, shade. <laughs> right? <laughs> and we played it when we played a live stream too. And you're, and you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only when for we, business. When we were doing Twitch. That's right. Yeah, never in the house, shade. Not once, not once have you just come over and been like, "I'm gonna hang out, bro." But we don't. We're not really those kind of people. Neither one of us is. Like, yeah. I'm. Not, I don't really like. If somebody's like, "Hey, dude, do you want to just hang out?" Ninety percent of the time, I'm like, "For what?" Right, and, and they're like, just to hang out. On? I'm like, no. What, wait, what, <laughs> no. what project is that? <laughs> right, no. I, you, well, we're just going to sit there? <laughs> that probably makes... It might be Gaze insufferable. Gaze into each other's eyes. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm like, I got stuff I could do. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hang out, though, too. Yeah. It's not like you're learning things. You're, you're conversing. You're having fun. Yeah, I do it once in a while. Yeah. Just to see how it is. Well, I think we're... Yeah, fair enough. We're doing <laughs> it now, but it's yeah, work. Like, Just even, to remind myself how worthless it is. Well, we, we realized, it's like, all we do, what we're doing is sitting around and talking. We should do something with that. Right. Oh, let's make a podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, try and have a point talking to about. It. We're mental. We can't even hang out without trying <laughs> to fucking... Content, content, <laughs> yeah. content. Monetize. What t-shirt did you just say from out your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> we live in such a weird time. Yeah, it's feels, true. Feels like we're kids. All right. Social pass stories. Right. House is awesome. Yeah. So we moved into this house three-story brick house kind of craftsman nice nice yard yeah three-story house dude it was it was banging house (laughs) it was it was a fucking rad house like even in spite of all the bad shit the horrible nightmare shit that happened while i lived there still my favorite place i've ever lived and i would buy it if i had the means ever (laughs) fucking love that i could i concur it was a nice place yeah it was a a bitching place and i'm like what had this cool like kitchen situation it was like a you know commercial grade gas range with like a built-in hood that had like this uh tile art deco fucking thing like yeah it was just a really cool house so i gotta say that you guys living in this house me meeting you guys being over your house a few times the story that you're building up to and what I had initially heard mm-hmm. all kind of played into me going, how the fuck can they afford this house? Yeah. And then I hear the story and I'm like, huh? well, it doesn't sound fucking right, but I'm looking at evidence that it could <laughs> Here be. it is. Yeah. So what the fuck? Anyway, so continue. That sentiment pretty much sums up how I felt the entire time living there. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, I mean, this is fucking rad and I'm still here and nobody's come knocking at the door to be like, Hey, get the fuck out. So must be legit, but crazy. Right. It's like, do I put things on the wall? Yeah. Do I... And like my name was on the lease too. So like, yeah, it was pretty wild shit that should have t- up to your credit by a hundred right there well it didn't and you'll find out why in the punchline no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting way ahead that's five that's five issues later <laughs> right so there's a lot this is where things start to fall out of chronological order in my head was when after we moved into this house because it was just it was nightmare soup the whole time you know so it's just like it it became like I was talking about where every day you're just waking up being like, okay, brace for it. What 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 fresh hell is it going to be today? Like, is this right. going to be, you know, is and this going to be an okay day? Is this going to be a I'm pulling out my hair and running away to hide somewhere because I can't deal kind of day? Like, and you've already brought up the uh, the the security of that she needed because of the ex boyfriend or something. No, that was okay. going to be where I was going to start okay, actually. Sorry. So that's a that, no, that's Whoops. a that's a good no, that's a good <laughs> segue. That's a good segue. So this so she had uh, an ex husband actually. Okay. That uh, was a marine, and 
I verified that with her family. She that was, was my she next was, question. Yeah, like, she was okay. she was married to uh, a guy who was a Marine. I gotta stop saying ex-Marine. They get touchy about that. You're never an ex-Marine. You're still a Marine, always a Marine. Semperify. Yeah. I get it. You know, but. I'm I'm not a marine, so I'm dumb. But <laughs> he's Canadian. Too. I don't know your guys' rules. Sorry, They're, some of their guys ride mooses. <laughs> but, uh, moose brigade, you go. watch out for the moose corps. <laughs> moose corps, right mounted moose police, <laughs> roll tide, moose corps, roll tide. <laughs> Stealing that, don't even care. Um, yeah, so so he, I I was told stories about this guy even before we moved into this house about you know how he was abusive and manipulative and just you know both physically and mentally and just this terrible piece of shit you know and and that she had to go through all this crazy stuff to get away from him and had a restraining order and blah 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 right and i was just like okay like what i mean that's kind of wild but i've i've that doesn't shock me people have fucked up past relationships and baggage it's you know kind of par for the course so whatever but um shortly after moving into this place she started bringing this guy up more and then she came home one day with a a folded up piece of paper just beside herself you know like in tears and flying all over the house and I'm like what the fuck is going on and uh, she she tells me yeah I was like that solid impersonation she tells me that uh, she had gone to the grocery store and when she came back out that the note was under the windshield wiper and it was supposedly from this guy who had like gotten out of like he was in jail or the brig or something i don't remember what she told me but i'm like i don't really know what the protocol is there space jail you know yeah so i'm just like i'm like whatever but like but so he was out and like had tracked her down and because because he's this badass marine you know who just can do that kind just of just got out of space jail he's right fucking- and um and that he left this threatening note on and i still have this note actually i've got it stashed away somewhere because it was just like so bizarre to me at the time but it looked like it looked like like we were talking about in that previous episode where like if you hammer fisted the pencil with your non-dominant hand and like wrote like deliberately awful you know (laughs) that's how it looked and i remember being like what the fuck like this is bizarre you know like so but it was like it was Did like you yeah think left-handed was, it was just like hey beautiful like i'll you know you know blah, blah 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 and like i'll find you and like you know don't think about telling any of your boys about this because i'll just hurt you and i'll hurt them too like it was that kind of like threatening you know over the top bullshit you know and i was just like me i'm just like okay well i have a gun so like i guess <laughs> we'll see how that goes but like <laughs> let me know if he shows up at the house i guess like that's sketchy and should be addressed if it becomes a problem but right now it's just a note that was left on the windshield and i understand that you're upset but ain't shit we can do about it except keep our eyes out you know so it's like okie dokie so then this became the theme moving forward for months where it was just like she got in contact with his co and like apparently told him what was going on and like it got to the point where like he kept uh showing up at places that she was conveniently always when i wasn't there of course you know every time no yep. matter what, yeah and then uh which i mean could, could have just been like you know that's the appropriate time to show up is when i'm the guy in who the guy who seems to be in the picture isn't there you know so yeah. i was like okay maybe it's a lot of things that have to be that k maybe thing though. right yeah yeah and that's that was the theme of this whole deal was it was yeah. just like okay like maybe you know like that was the whole ride yeah. for me you know cause <laughs> like i'm not i'm not the easiest person in the world to fool but like i said she would just come up with the shit that i'm like 
all right, well, I don't have any way to refute that. And I guess that could be the case. So we'll see, you know, right. <laughs> that was her superpower. But, um, but the money made it solid because it's like, well, that's not fake. Right. The, the bills are still yeah. paid. So yeah. what do I, huh? Yeah. Super wild. Yeah. So, so it got to the point where like we'd go to concerts, we go to concerts all the time because it was something that she loved to do. And again, the whole theme was let's do all the things you want to do because you're going to fucking die, die yeah. you know? So like, let's get it done. And I like going to concerts. So it was a win-win for me. Kind of yeah. <laughs> well, <know>? yeah. <laughs> steep price to pay, but I was like, fuck out. Let's go to all the concerts. It's really know? loud there. She can't say shit to me. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was hitting it hard with my band at the time. Um, so like we had, we'd played the Indian factory a couple of times. Like we were on the lit, like we could just get into VIP pretty much, which is not really that special at the Knitting factory if you've <laughs> ever done it. But, but you know, it was, it was kind of cool. Good like, when yeah, you're yeah. Like we were known there, you know, mm-hmm. and like everybody, like we, I'd go to shows and people would recognize me from my shows, you know, and I had like a bunch of these fans that would be like, oh, hey, what's yeah. up? You're at the same show as me. Let's take pictures. You know? So like it was, it was cool. Um, but it got to the point where, we started going to these shows and, and, um, my, my little sociopath would tell me, uh, you know, that like this guy's CO had assigned, uh, like a protection detail in plain clothes or whatever, uh, to, to be at the show also and keep an eye out, like, like watch us and keep an eye out for this guy. Cause she had a restraining order and, like she said it was like a military restraining order which i don't even know if that's a thing but again know. at the time you know this is a younger me you know and i'm like i don't fucking know so i guess so well, military <laughs> p- police yeah some, something like that you know we know right? a guy we could ask yeah, yeah. well I, I i think i know enough now to know that that's <laughs> horseshit but, <laughs> yeah. but um but at the time i was just like okay you know so i'm like he's not going to do anything in, in the middle of a crowd of 300 400 people at the knitting factory so i guess we'll just see how it goes but but then she would like point him out a couple of times, but it would always be like far away, like next level up on the balcony or something kind of shit, you know? And, and I'd look and I'd like see like a dude, you know? And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> like, what am I and supposed he's to do you about like that? You, yeah. So, yeah. He point now. Yeah. And this, this whole, yeah. Like the demon monkey and family. Guy. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> that was yeah. a pretty good facial expression there with the eyebrows. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've watched my share of family guy back in the day. <laughs> So, um, but it kind of, it was, it was stressful for me, you know, like I'm not like, I'm sort of like in the face of people threatening me from afar like that. I'm, my response is pretty much always like, okay, I have a gun. Like, like <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Like I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not exactly helpless, but I'm not going to overstate my abilities either. I just, it's going to be what it's going to be. So I'm not going to sit here cowering in fear. If it, if it comes up, I'll address it in the moment, you know? Right. So that was kind of my, my stance, but she just was using it as this excuse to like ruin every single fucking outing that we were on. You know, like it was always just like, you know, like, is that car following us? This guy is, is, you know, like, I think I saw him a couple aisles over in the store. We have to leave now kind of shit. Like it just became like this constant thing to try and get a rise out of me or to create drama in the situation. And which I know now was just a bid to make her the emotional and energetic center of attention. Yeah. Right. But, but in being in it, like mixed up in the middle of it was incredibly stressful and draining for me. Cause it's just like, I can't go anywhere with this person without this thing, you know, hanging over it and becoming an issue. And that's mm-hmm. just like this dark cloud following on, on top of an already dark cloud situation. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah. so I'm just like, fuck you know so so that kind of ran its course i started getting fed up with it like I, like i was just kind of i got more and more cavalier about it to the point where i was like look 
I'm not going to do this every single time we go somewhere. Like, he's either going to step up or he's not as big of a problem as you say. Either way, chill the fuck out, please. (laughs) Please. You know, like, because it's just like, this is is exhausting for me. So it has to be exhausting for you. And I'm over it, you know, like, (laughs) like, can we just move on and address it if it comes up and otherwise just assume it's not a problem? She's like, well, actually, I'm not over it, Shaden. I really like this. It's it's not exhausting. I'm getting off on it big time. Pretty much, but when I stopped giving her the response that she wanted, then it wasn't, you know, then right. it, it sort of moved on to another thing, you know, like, oh, he, he got pulled over and had a gun in his car and he's not supposed to because he's on probation. Oh, he just so, so happened to, once you said, fuck that. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't stopped. right after, but yeah, it was close enough proximity where I was like, okay, good. But I was, at the time, I was just happy to not have that. I'm like, great, perfect, <laughs> awesome, congratulations. Want to go see a show? Let's yeah, go see a right? show. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, um, so that kind of ran its course, but it was, I mean, we're talking like probably the better part of four months. And then it came up again later near the end of the situation too. When I talked to Jeff about it, it it's the first time I didn't say shit about it to anybody. I was just like, whatever, (laughs) my problem, you know, but, but anyway, yeah, I brought it up to Jeff much later when it came up again, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, so Shit. All right. Let's now you've got this else? hodgepodge of non chronological stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I guess I'm just going to. You left him off. Keep hitting the. Yeah. So let's get into that, like cliffhanger, that cliffhanger. I don't remember. That was. That was. We'd already been living in this house probably for a little over a year when this happened, but. Um, <laughs> he became an international father overnight. Yeah. Dude. So, so again, this had to do with an ex of hers, not a husband, but a guy that she dated who was a surgeon. And. I and, looked, and a I, ninja on the side. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> contracted hitman occasionally on weekends. And he, uh, and I looked this guy up, and like he was like, I found his, I found record of him having been a surgeon at Sacred Heart, you know, at some point. So I was just like, okay, <laughs> this is a real person at yeah. least, so I know that much. Um, but they were involved. He was a successful surgeon, had lots of money. She would point out like he had, uh, he had a condo in Seattle. Um, and she would like point it out. Cause we went to Seattle a bunch cause she liked going over there for shit, you know? So she would like, she'd be like, Oh, that's, you know, that guy's condo. He owns like this whole, and she'd be like describing the inside of it and you know what it's like. And then like, there's another one down by the steam plant or not the steam plant, the, uh, flour mill here in Spokane. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some nice condos right around there. And she was like, yeah, he had, that's where he was living and, and blah, blah, blah. And, um, so that's where she, he sleeps. He's a surgeon. So that's she just had, where he sleeps. Right. <laughs> so, so, so she kind of built this, uh, like mentioned it to me just casually in passing for a long time. And, uh, and I was just like, okay, that's mildly interesting. I don't really care, but that's cool. I guess, <laughs> you know, like you got to, right. I, you know, okay. I'd hear about this, this rich surgeon's life, you know? And I was just like, okay, well that's cool. I play guitar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I play guitar and live on your couch. <laughs> right. Like, um, and we're not dating. So whatever. I don't really care. But yeah. So, um, after a while, she, tells me one day again all upset you may be noticing a pattern here like it would just be like things would be okay 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 and then whoa, catastrophe yeah, yeah. all the time like constantly you know so another one of those and um she tells me that this this guy had uh killed himself and i was like like wow i'm sorry like that's i'm sure you feel some kind of way about that that's wild you know and she was like yeah but it's worse because um he has a daughter who's still pretty young 
that he never really wanted to be involved with. So, uh, uh, and her mom isn't in the picture. So he sent her off to a boarding school in Austria and just is like constant, like he's just basically administrating that, like overseeing it and getting pictures and making sure she has what she needs, but she's in boarding school in Austria. Right. And, and in, in his will is like, he wanted me to be the guardian of this kid. My, my sociopath, right, mm-hmm. was because, like, they were together and apparently he trusted her more than he ever because her mom was a piece of shit or something. I don't know. You know, this whole elaborate story, right? A story that makes her look like, man, wow, she's got dude trustworthy, you know, with this really great <laughs> yeah, dignitary. But, but also, like, in what fucking world? That's wild, yeah. you know, on top of the already wild shit that it's has like come down the pike so far, you know. And, and I'm in what like, world does a guy leave his child to a dying woman? Right. Uh, never. Yeah, well, yeah, that's one the thing. story was he didn't know that she has cancer, so that okay. that that was how she explained that one away, right? right. right you know, but <laughs> again, right? I'm just like fucking okay. So then it became this whole like deep and involved conversation because she knows about me that I've never wanted to have kids, and if she accepts guardianship of this kid, that means when she dies. I have to have some measure of like, like I and like. It's it doesn't mean that I become the kid's guardian, but it also means that I become the only adult with resources that knows about this kid in uh, in her situation Your enough to like give her insight later in life or like make sure that she you know. So I'm just like so I'm sitting there wrestling with this whole thing like, so, in however long, not too long, maybe a year, maybe longer, maybe not longer. I'm going to have to decide how I want to deal with this young life overseas, this child, you know, that I've never met. And then at some point, probably presumably swoop into her life and at least enough to be like, Hey, now that you're old enough to understand, here's the story of what went down with your dad. And here's how I came into the picture. And this is where the money for, you being taken care of is coming from and here's the rest of it now that you're old enough or some shit like it was all going to be up to me how to handle all that it was all going to if if i chose to she wasn't like you have to do this she was just like if i if i accept this responsibility is something you have to think about you know and i'm like holy fuck my life is getting complicated like i was (laughs) i was fucking working at a call center and playing solo acoustic gigs a year ago and now i'm fucking set up to be a a multi-millionaire via inheritance that wasn't supposed to be mine right and now take care of this child overseas also not yours yeah. also not yeah. mine you know like i was just trying to learn the joker by steve miller band just yeah. a week ago what's yeah. going on and it's another one of those things where you look at it now as somebody who wasn't involved in the situation and it's like bro who would ever believe that that's nonsense like that's that's so outlandish but it's like yeah but in the moment of it, you know, and like she's showing me pictures of this kid. She's showing me the, you know, where the school is. She's showing me correspondence between her and, and the administration of this school. It's she's showing me documents of, of like from of supposedly the, you know, him asking her to do this in his will or whatever, you know. It's a thousand cuts is what it is. Yeah. For you, where, yeah. where it's easy to see, I think. And you've seen all this stuff firsthand, Jeff. So it's like. Yeah, it wasn't ever... There's a couple big things for sure where it's like, well, here's a giant axe wound, but it's death by a thousand cuts of all these lies where you're like, well, I can't really put my finger on that. Or I found the doctor and, right. you know, and I found a bill with his name, whatever it was, you know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. Yeah, and it's just... It's crazy too because there's like... 
there was an insane amount of thought and effort put into all of all of everything that she fabricated i mean it's no it'd be fun to tell this story and maybe one day i'll be good enough at telling it to tell it without giving away the punchline right away but it's just like (laughs) at this point i think everybody understands that like pretty much everything that happened was just like this is more like titanic though where i know the boat's going down but i'm interested in what's going to happen in between i still want to watch it hit the iceberg yeah i want to see does it break in half is it what do the musicians really play to the end (laughs) does one of them say fuck this shit (laughs) does she really not make room on the door right (laughs) i feel like the door was way bigger than (laughs) yeah so so i ultimately decided i was just like like i wrestled with this for weeks i'm like this is big like even if i don't have to step in and become this kid's guardian like i'm still taking charge of her future in a way you know it's just like and and i'm the key to her understanding her past also like the only one at that point because the other two people that were involved are both going to be dead by that point presumably i won't (laughs) that's such a you know, like a movie script kind of uh, yeah. scenario. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and she, like, like you were saying, I mean, she went so beyond out of her way to prove all that with documentation and right. pictures and yeah, like you're saying, did the, all the correspondence. And an, and an ongoing narrative and a setup that was months long of her just casually mentioning the existence of this person. So I would have contextual knowledge of when it ultimately became this big deal, you know, like, Incredible amount of thought and effort put into this shit. Dude, you know? Who in your life at this point knows the most that you're able to talk to about any of this stuff? Or are you just keeping it to yourself like you were saying? My brother. That's it? Yeah. And and how much of it does he know? uh, Well, he was living there with us. So, like, so he he had a front row seat to it. But he wasn't there all the time. Did you give him all the past stuff, too? Did you ever break down and say, fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my brother was my confidant. He's probably he's probably the primary reason I was able to get through it with any degree of sanity by the end of it. Um, and because like even before, like I I lived there just just my little sociopath and I for that'd be a funny TV show for <laughs> for um, probably like four months or so if I had to guess before my brother came down because that was a, that was a whole process too. Because like he's I I talk to my brother all the time still to this day. Like we just were very much involved in each other's lives right um and it was like big shit you know i'm like hey my friend has fucking that that you have met my friend so-and-so has terminal cancer and like now there's all this money that she wants to leave to me and like so like yeah like he was getting the Mm play-by-play leading up to which was probably part of the influencing factor of him coming down was because he wanted to kind of have my back and be involved but also it was kind of a means for him to be down here because it's where he wanted to be anyway. Sure. You know? So it was like, it was sort of a win-win, I guess, if you want to call was, it that. Yeah. Was he in real time with the kid thing? Did he know about it or was yeah. it, so, okay. Yeah, was it he part was, of the conversations yeah. and stuff? Uh, yeah. Like not every conversation, but yeah, he was there. And like, he was probably like upstairs when a lot of the shit was happening or, you what know. What the fuck like, did he think about it? <laughs> I'd have to ask him, I'm sure. But. Yeah. Uh, he, he pretty much wouldn't offer opinions to her about any of it unless he was like actively involved in a conversation but he would he would still just kind of take a back seat because he was just like this isn't really my i'm just here you know which i don't blame him i wouldn't want to fucking step in the middle of most of this shit either you know (laughs) that's fair but but he's uh he's he's the type of person especially then i mean he's we've both grown a lot since then um and it's not even to say this is a bad thing but he just sort of like hunkers down 
and observes keenly like that when when shit is when shit's going sideways that's that's sort of been his go-to and which is why it was valuable to have him around for like a sounding board like yeah. in the quiet hours you know when it's just like me and him upstairs like it's like we saw the same thing box right? in the bathroom that and was talking right. shit over you know like yeah. that was a very common uh occurrence but we're <laughs> sitting out on the patio and like that's how we started our day we'd like because like we'd usually be up well before she was and we'd go out on the patio and sit in this nice little oasis under a gazebo and smoke and just like have like a team meeting every day like so here's the thing like we're here with this crazy shit we're here grumbling in the dragon's cave (laughs) i don't know what kind of day it's gonna be (laughs) seems smoky and my days would usually at this point my days would usually start with a text from a couple rooms away from her you know and it would sort of set the tone for the day oh no what was he new i guess what's that but yeah but it's it's uh that's definitely something that has stuck with me like i had um in a relationship in fact the only relationship i had after this whole situation (laughs) i had an instance where like we were on the outs over something and she sent me a message on to my computer from like my bedroom like yeah. literally on the other side of the wall and i lost my shit like i was just like don't ever do that like that is not okay no you have doors. something to say to me you walk your ass 10 steps in here and you say it to my face don't do that and she's like whoa bro <laughs> and then i proceeded to cool my jets and explain why that's not gonna fly with me but i was like you can't don't just don't please don't ever do that to me because i spent three years of my life being tortured with that exact method and i, I gotta work on this for like, myself but yeah, in the meantime I, I can't handle it and it's never gonna go well if you do that so please don't <laughs> she ruins yeah. simple texting from room to room yeah to but that is dumb that's dumb anyway like if you're in the same domicile like just just yell at me. I prefer that. Yell from the other side of the house. I don't care. Don't text me. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's just robot stuff, Shaden. Be yeah. a robot. I'm getting there. <laughs> we <laughs> are cyborgs. That's the end goal. Be a cyborg. We're already cyborgs. Just keeping my beard and my dick, right? That's, yep. what, that's, that's <laughs> what we established. <laughs> that's all. That's the essence of straight. And <laughs> that's so funny. I was laughing about that for days after you said that. <laughs> that was all of him anyway. Dick and, dick and beard. <laughs> dick and beard. Really, that's all we need on the tombstone. Take yeah. a beard, lives, lies here. <laughs> yeah. So there became added chaos, right? Because my band, I acquired a bass player, which was the missing component, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just like I was recording at a guy's house also on the South Hill, and this dude happened to be living there, and we became buddies, and then he was, he was like... I can, you want me to hop on bass? I can probably figure it out. You know, it's like, he knew how to play guitar and like, he was like, Oh, I can do that. So he did. And it worked. And I was like, bro, you want to be in a band? Right. (laughs) And the rest was history. Um, but he ended up moving into this place too, uh, after a while. Cause it was just like, forgive me, but this again is how a flop house. I've had a flop house. This is flopping out. It became that way. What a a great house to, I had a pretty good house to flop into, but this is a great one. It was an excellent, excellent place to, I mean, if you're going to have this many people in a house, that was the house for it. It's not even still, we all still had room to, you know, like we could be away from each other in this house. You could be (laughs) 100% flopped on the floor. Yep. And it's still like, well, it's high living flopping. So it's not even flopping. It's yeah. just and lounging. it just made logistical sense, right? Because the guy that he was living with, similar to me, he wanted to move his girlfriend in. And so he wanted Broski out, mm. right? And he was like, well, fuck now, I got to find another place to live. And I'm like, 
Just I can help you. I'm like, just move in with me. <laughs> more distractions to distract me from this bullshit I have to live with every day. And, 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 and I kind of like, I kind of apprised him of the situation and he knew because he was like, we practiced at my house, you know, like, so he kind of knew what he was walking into. Maybe not the full extent of it, but like he knew the, what I knew at the time pretty much. What would be like an example of band practice interruption from this person? Because that's, that's weird in itself, but I know... Is oh, from for for like from the sociopath interrupting yeah, what's band a, practice, or or interrupting the flow of that kind of thing, or what he would have witnessed. Um, I mean, he saw all kind of shit. He was a very charismatic person, um, but we would have like she would insert herself into my band a lot. Cause she was a very good singer. Mm-hmm. Like she she was a she was a music major in college and like got to go overseas and sing opera shit. You know, as far like, as we know. Well, she did. I, I verified that verified. one. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I feel, everything is suspect. I agree. Yeah, but but that one I verified because I'm 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 I had some of her friends from when she was in cool school come and stay with me, and they were showing me pictures, and like I was just like, okay, so that actually happened. And she was a really really good singer. She was like yeah, she had she, that she had pipes, you know. Yeah. So I was like, okay, dope. Yeah, you guys did a really cool thing song together. That that's how I first heard of you was you guys singing that song right yeah and and that was never my idea (laughs) Mm. is what i mean by she would insert herself in because it's just like i'm she was so involved in every aspect of my life at that point like music was kind of my my space you know and um but like she would come in while we were practicing and then like you know pick up one of the mics and like just like sing a little bit and like one of the guys would be like that sounded pretty dope and she's like yeah and then and then that became a song that she did with my band from that point forward kind of shit and this would happen every show this would happen yeah. a lot you know so it was just like anytime I played a show it was special guest Spanish the Echo but... with a song or two that also featured my little sociopath you know which another great name for a band yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh Banish the Echo yeah no. Oh, my little, oh, my little sociopath. sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> Banish the echo. I, I was sure. like, thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Banish the echo was already great. We've already established that. That is good. Yep. My little um, sociopath. My little sociopath. If you, uh, if you decide to name your band that, you know, 20% is straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Royalties, bitch. Yeah. Or you could just, you know, sign up to Patreon, to, you know, jar. <laughs> right. <laughs> jar pot. Yeah. So, I mean, it, like, it wasn't the end of the world. Like, we would... It, she was talented and people liked it so I was like whatever yeah helps, yeah, my, it was helps my band makes her happy which is good because that's less time I have to spend with her being a psycho that's or, weird that your, art, you your art is tainted with like a compromise to make your social life that's not art more comfortable that's a weird yeah, but it happens all the time very strange yeah yeah imagine that with painting they're like well i had to let her paint a little stick man on my beautiful <laughs> architecture <laughs> design because now i don't have to have things thrown at me for dinner right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah fair comparison <laughs> so she drew really good stick man little though. stick man <laughs> in the window like hello <laughs> they were exceptional stick men but stick men nonetheless <laughs> yeah so yeah, she wasn't a stick man singer, but you I know guess I, mean. I guess that would kind of segue into um, one more large event, and maybe I'll maybe this is where we'll where we'll pump the brakes for this this chapter. Um, okay. But so there was a place in Spokane, still is a place in Spokane, excellent place. Add it to your itinerary. You're getting fat itinerary. <laughs> uh, the Viking. Yes. Fuck yeah. Um, love the Viking. One of uh, our faves. Steve, Steve and Krista that run it are really awesome. really good people. Um, yeah. It's been. Uh, it's like the heart of Spokane. It is, man. My dad drank there when he was yeah. when he was living here when I was young. You know, like yeah. it's just. 
they're good to they're good to everyone it's a cool spot and their uh, food is really 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 good yes <laughs> they take a lot of care yeah. it's, it's one of those places that randy Santel and beards meet food they, they go there and they'd be like oh fuck yeah i yep. want to eat yeah yeah that's what i want to do i want to eat all the food here it's like it's kind of it's almost a little bit fancy now like when i it started is. hanging out at the viking it was like low ceiling dingy fire pit in the middle of the room it was like a dive bar yeah and i kind of miss it you know to be honest i really liked those days of the viking it's nice now don't get me wrong but it's almost almost like whoa you fuck you guys moved up in the world you're not my little dive bar anymore (laughs) your ambition is you were rewarded for shooting for the stars yeah yeah and then good for them i'm not mad i'm just bitching because i like dive bars but (laughs) but they always had the good food it was always like always good kind food of, always great selection yeah well thought out stuff and mm-hmm. yeah and they have a shuffleboard table not many places in spokane have a have a proper shuffleboard table and that's true and if shaden such things is, matter to you i fucking love shuffleboard yeah <laughs> it is it's fun as fuck yeah. and shaden has performed there how many times do you think one billion probably <laughs> at this point a lot we did yeah. our songsmith series there and it was definitely one of the favorites yeah i was playing there every single tuesday for probably two years mm-hmm. straight <laughs> with, with very few Tuesdays off. Yeah, because yeah, so I'm an animal, that's, baby. That's a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, so, um, yeah, geez. I've had a lot of good times at the Viking, but that was sort of uh, that was sort of my watering hole even back then. You know, we did Getch Fest number one at the Viking. Yep, that's right. And, and, uh, one and two. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And lots of, they would do, like, outdoor music festivals a lot which was really cool they just take over the parking lot and set up little stages and that mm-hmm. kind of shit and Tent uh, parties yeah stuff. and so by virtue of me hitting the music path hard i would be involved in a lot of that shit and i got to know steve pretty well and we got on good terms so um it got to a point where i wanted to put together a a show that was like an awareness show like a cancer awareness thing you know at the Viking and I wanted to have my little sociopath involved because like who would know better, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't intended to be a benefit show. Cause she's already got money. Cause she already has money, but it became that way along right. the way, you know, through not, not my nudgings, but other people nudging it that way. And, and then Steve jumping on it, the guy that ran the Viking, because he was like, that'd be a great thing to do for you guys, because he doesn't know we have shit loads of access to money. It wasn't something we talked about for obvious reasons, you know, because it's just like we didn't, all of our friends were broke musicians. We he didn't want to walk t- around being like, we got shit loads of money. Right. <laughs> like, he must have been tipping <laughs> shitty, though, too. He looks at the bill. He's like, 10%. <laughs> Damn musicians. No, he tipped well. I know he did. <laughs> um, Probably why we were such good friends. No. <laughs> 25%. The basis of our friendship. <laughs> Sit at the bar with me. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, they, they kind of jumped on it because they're like, oh, that'd be a great thing to do for you guys, you know, and that'd, that'd be rad. And, like, I didn't want to, like, step, like, steal his joy away, you know, like, because, like, a very nice thing he was trying to mm-hmm. do. And then that became the entire fucking community, mm-hmm. all of our friends, all of their friends, like, like a whole, a huge portion of the city rallied behind this thing you know and it ended up being uh a very good show and a lot of money was raised and the day the day of this thing i pulled steve aside and i was like dude i can't allow this to happen i said you cannot give that money to us and he was like what are you talking about dude and i was like can i just can we just like switch it up at the very end and be like we're we're giving it to 
the Vanessa B. Hen crisis nursery or something. Like, it needs to go to charity. And he's like, what? You guys, you could use the money, though, couldn't you? I was like, dude, no. Like, I don't want to have to explain why, but we have plenty of money, and that's, it wouldn't be right for me to allow you to do that, you know? And I did this behind my little sociopath's back, and I knew I knew it was going to be a fucking weird thing but it was calculated on my part because i'm like how now let's see like yeah what leg are you going to be able to stand on if you get mad at me for choosing to give all this money that was raised to charity when you already apparently have access to millions of dollars right mm-hmm. well it would be it, i'm like it's going to be bluff. very interesting to see how this shit goes and and, and what you do with it and uh so that's how it went down. We played it that way, you know, and 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 I got Steve on board, and we did. Did them, he know and, the, and we he didn't gave. know the the part that you're? Yeah, never mind. <laughs> he, he just was like, "Oh, okay." He knew he knew what he needed to know in order for that outcome to come along, you know, without getting him too much involved in it, because he was right. running a business and being a sweetheart, and I didn't. Want, I'm like, I'm not trying to dump this in your lap, bro. You know, just but this is the way I think it should go. And I need you to help me make it go that way. And he was like, okay, that's what you want to do. Right. We'll give it to charity. You, you sure know? didn't have to do that. Yeah. yeah. And, and so we did, <laughs> you know, awesome. and so small victory on my part, I feel, but, uh, but still the whole thing felt so fucking awful to me. Cause it was like a whole community of people rallying in support of this person that was making my life a living hell most right. days. And I still wasn't like by this point, I was like, not sure what to believe. I didn't have any proof of anything being crooked, but I was just like, this is too much. Yeah. Like something's got, something feels wrong here and I can't put my finger on it, but I need to find out what it is. And that became my motivation for continuing as far as I did. Cause that would have been an excellent time for me to just dip. Yeah. You know, like I obviously had enough people in the community that thought well enough of me to be able to put on a fucking benefit show, you know? So mm-hmm. like that would have been an appropriate time for me to, get the fuck out yeah. right but i chose not to because i'm a stubborn asshole and i needed to i needed to get to the bottom of it she'd done some damage like, you're bleeding you're I like was, i need to find out why dude, yeah i was like i was like at this point i need to know uh i need to know what the punchline is i need to have some answers to these big questions that i have or i'm never going to be able to live with this i'm never going to be able to let it go it's just going to be it's going to fuck me up for the rest of my life if i don't at least get to the bottom of it so it became this exchange of I'm trading damage that I'm taking right now that might be the death of me in, in hope of knowledge and, you know, answers that are going to allow me to find some measure of peace with this. Or do I never get that peace and get out while I'm still alive? You know? So it's like this weird fucking, we trusted you could survive it. You're like, okay. <sighs> yeah. But shit, dude, like it got to the point and there's still more, there's still several more big points of shit that happened at that house that I'll get to in, in, future chapters but um suffice it to say it got to the point that i was such a twisted up ball of anxiety that i would just like almost every day at some point or another i would start randomly physically shaking and i couldn't stop it like i was i just had so much bound up shit and so much turmoil that i would start physically shaking and i couldn't stop it it just had to run its course like little miniature panic attacks basically Mm -hmm. so i would just like disappear to bathrooms like i'd find the nearest bathroom and i'd lock myself in there and i would just violently shake until I could settle down and then I would go out and pretend like everything was fine and this was like happening almost every single day by the end of this thing you know and I was like I had I, had, I remember having this thought several times where I was like this is going to kill me 
Like I'm like this is gonna be the end of me. I'm gonna I'm just gonna have a, a heart attack or a stroke or something and just fucking die from this because it's it's twisting me up, you know. Yeah. And it didn't punchline. <laughs> punchline. I'm still here, you know. It didn't kill me, but right. but yeah, that that shit took a, a lot of time to get over, and like it was just a weird pressure cooker of being constantly gaslit, very creatively, and and lied to and manipulated and. Sh- Oof, it was wild. I want to shit right the whole time. Here. By this time in the story, what I had noticed in your guys' lives is any time that she was required to do something on her own, a fucking catastrophe happened every time. There was always a major incident any time she couldn't get you to do something. Yeah, when she, she was out of my sight. When she had to, and, and when she had to when she had to be an adult and go like simply go to the store by herself. Something always fucking happened right. at the store. Yeah, yeah but when she had whether it was the boyfriend or yeah, other, or, yeah, you're there was other incidents, right. and I don't know if that if it's going to come up later in the story. Yeah, but when it came time to hire ninjas from overseas, she was really good at the paperwork there. It's very strange. Very strange. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's and yeah, that wasn't lost on me even at the time either because it was like every time I'm not around is when shit goes totally haywire. You know, mm-hmm. it's like because that's when I'm not there to to vet shit you know so like i was that made me incredibly suspicious at the time and and angry too you know it's just like i can't leave you alone for five fucking minutes without something and that also crazy fucks with a man's head too because girlfriend or not your role in her life is a protector yeah i was a caretaker and And every time she was out of your care something bad would happen which only puts more pressure on you to take more care of her so those things didn't occur right that's a double fuck yeah probably wasn't to your your ego and your manhood yeah 100 percent. yeah and it was it was like all right i'll give i'll give you one more this one's short but like so we had this crazy windstorm in spokane several years ago right you remember this story i know so we had this crazy fucking windstorm and uh it was like it, it like trees fell some people got squished and died like it was uh-huh. it was a wild wild windstorm especially on the, especially on the south yeah. hill yeah you don't remember this windstorm dude it was brutal it was, well it was yeah wow. the valley barely fight they were just like well that was a lot of wind and then they were fine like the south hill got fucking you guys took the, the beating force i mean it's a hill so i we're, guess yeah, we're yeah. In a little bowl. <laughs> i guess but yeah so like i was without power for 11 days straight oh, yeah, yeah and it was cold like it was like it was either early or late it was early winter time it was around thanksgiving it was just before Thanksgiving. So it was, it was when it was, I was in the mountains and yeah. didn't realize that there was a power outage here. And I came home and I'm like, well, this is fucking normal, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And I mean, there's shit. I could do a, a whole chapter on that 11 days because trapped in the house with no power with one, two, three, four, five people. <laughs> and one in particular and that's basically I could only a keep, I could only keep one room of this house warm enough to be habitable so we were all in that room more or less for 11 days straight and stinky when we're used to my little sociopath being able to hide in a room and do her shenanigans from there for at least part of the days <laughs> you know it's just like constant non-stop sociopath show this, this should have its right. own title the 11 days yeah it should so have something like, i am i am gonna gloss over that portion of it because it's just contextually relevant to what i'm gonna say but we'll i'll circle back remind we'll me to, remind you, to yeah. go back to the 11 days with no power because that was oof <laughs> that was rough but but the stinking the, the very know. last day and like so i read this book this fantasy book this is another context ma- thing that matters but 
I read this fantasy book where this guy was like trapped by these like essentially like magical dominatrix like women cult or whatever and like they were like torturing him and holding him prisoner and basically like turning him into a you know an animal death by snooze you know? yeah so 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 his like one thing he had control over his act of defiance was grown and like never shaving his beard like he just grew his beard out like big and burly until he got his freedom and then he and then he shaved it mm -hmm. right so i was like once i started feeling <laughs> like i was captive in this situation i so once i grew my beard out i did the same thing and i was like i'm i'm not gonna it ain't get, it ain't getting cut and i grew up it was burly yeah, it was <laughs> it's it's remember, but it was like yeah. it was down past my nipples that's man. what it i was a it was a gnarly beard yeah when i first saw you it was big beard and then I remember seeing pictures of you like in like you're selling your CD and stuff and I think there's a picture of you like with no beard and like a hat or something or, oh, yeah. or there's a picture connected and I was like what the fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the same person this guy changes yeah. quickly yeah yeah it's kind of funny there's been a running joke in my life that every every five years or so I just shed my skin and become a different, a different look and yeah. yeah I'm like yeah it's been the case so far I don't know <laughs> but anyway so the last day after this power outage it was like the day i got the call that the power came on but we had a show to play that day a big show at the palomino's thanksgiving throwdown like one of the early ones right i miss that place so me too so i have the show it's been hyped up i'm like so i'm i'm riding out of like 11 days of hell with no power <laughs> and i'm like i'm gonna kick the shit out of this show like, i mean banished echo was like more kind of towards progressive metal harder rock shit you know so i was just like let's go right i'm ready and um i think uh my parents were coming down for this show maybe or my dad was in town i think for Some the palomino show yeah he was right okay so so they were there and i was like having them meet me there early so I could hang out with them a little bit, get ready for the show and then play the show and, and rock their faces off. Right. So my little sociopath, I was just like, chill, relax, call me if you need something, no, it's about you me. know, urgent, but just chill and then show up for the show, me. you know, show up for the show later. Right. So per your comment, Jeff, she, um, calls me, says that she slipped on the ice going to the pharmacy and like broke her arm right and i'm like okay did you go to the hospital and and she was like yeah i'm at the hospital now and i was like all right do you need anything because i'm like about to get set up to go do this thing right so now be the time to tell me and she was like no but I, like, i'll just i'll just drive myself there and i was like no you don't need to come with a freshly broken arm to a mosh pit situation <laughs> like why don't you just go home and i'll let me know if i need to bring you something she's like no i'm coming you know and i was just like okay <laughs> your call you're an adult you know so so then she showed up i haven't seen my parents in a while at this point right and and they're down here they haven't seen me play a show like this maybe ever before so i'm excited you know and i'm like i'm coming out of this 11 day <laughs> horse shit fest they don't know and, anything about all this stuff huh and uh, and stuff. uh some but okay. they, they liked her you know so okay. it was like and because they weren't living with her you know so it's like she she had them snowed pretty good for a long time but and everybody else to, to be fair yeah um but uh yeah so so she shows up and it's just like she's got like a wrist brace on you know it's the cheesiest shit i've yeah. ever seen she's yeah she's got like a fucking like you like you go to walgreens and buy a like a wrist brace right really you know? 
the velcro straps and yeah. shit and and i'm like i thought you broke your arm she's like it did you know and got all mad yeah you know, she's getting shitty with me about it i'm like why are you wearing a wrist brace you need to have a cast or something and she's <laughs> like it's because of the she, ah, like you don't understand you obviously don't get this you fucking idiot you know like, like, she has a medical background right so she's like she's talking down to me she's just like she's like because of the nature of the break it can't be in a cast it just has to be stabilized so they just gave me one like a free wrist brace and said to just take care of it blah blah i'm like okay <laughs> all right. thank you for coming with that interview yeah all righty i'm gonna go play a show <laughs> thanks <laughs> my, for the vibes my parents are over there you know and so then so she spent the entire night telling everybody in the place this you know like oh i was in a hurry and like didn't have any help because he was here getting ready for the show and so like i slipped on the ice and it's his fault basically broke my arm yeah and, and like it's just like helicoptering around my parents all night and she had a group of people around her all night like oh poor you poor you and like a couple of people giving me the stink eye like i should have done something about it you know and i'm like <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that was another little chapter, but it, it's a prime example of like she did that kind of shit all the time. As soon as she was out of my sight for any length of time, it was some sort of catastrophe like that that then shifted the narrative back to, to all attention on her. You Again, know? I don't want to fuck up the story. Was that that was before the chest tube thing, right? The <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was before. Okay, <laughs> yep. Because we'll okay. get to that. Yeah. That, one, that, that, that one, that one, that, that, that one. I'm just gonna say pre. At that one, I'm like, you're a motherfucking liar, and I yeah. need to tell Shaden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we'll get into that. Well, yep. Monique was involved. Yeah, that'll in that be our, too, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah. Monique actually helped me figure out a couple of things uh, near the end of this whole deal. I remember deal. that conversation because yeah. she, I remember her go, well, let's tell the story. Let's leave that as the cliffhanger for yeah. next time. Yeah, those those or, are those are solid cliffhangers. But. I think so. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what we can cover next time as this has been plenty for for one episode, but uh um yeah, there's lots more. The 11 days of hell without power. <laughs> there's uh okay, one there. very big, very tragic thing for me. There's a punchline to the story of the kid overseas that that progressed further as well. I love that I love the punchline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we had to push it out a bit, didn't we? Yeah. We well, yeah, there's a punchline to that, but there's also another chapter to the kid overseas too. That that situation got worse before oh before. Yeah. Can we so. just keep going for four more hours? <laughs> I want to know. I don't want to wait. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you off much more to come. Off, okay. <laughs> Well, that's the show then. What and a I, and show. I, I'm pretty solid in the story from just before the Palomino. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I was there at the benefit and all that, but I was really prevy to what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I was, I was talking on. to you, and yeah. she was talking to you a bit, too, at the time. And I was not, yeah, and I was catching her in her bullshit. Yeah, which was <laughs> She didn't know my awesome. background. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually looking forward to telling the story of that night on the patio where you, where you really grilled her and letting you chime in on that, because that was a... I was like, I was like, there was like, there was like rays of light and fireworks going on for me just standing there watching it. I was like, (laughs) finally, somebody else is doing the shit that I've been doing, but it's an outside party. Like this is, I'm like, this is so great to just watch. Like, cause I did that shit all the time. I'm not an idiot. Like I was trying to pin her down on shit all the time. She was just too slippery because I, like she had me in her environment. Right. I was, (laughs) I was on the, uh, I was the away team, but watching Jeff come in and, and do it was like. Yeah, yeah, go get her, get her again. <laughs> well, and I, I made a comment earlier in the show, uh, which tied into why I knew she was full of shit. Yep. So I yeah. can't wait. So next time on Sociopath Stories. All right, that's a. This has been a. I mean, as far as rides go, I have no idea. I mean, I feel like fucking ride. Yeah, dude. It's been an intense one. 
had high points and low points. Yeah, we're walking <laughs> off the ride like something just happened for sure. Our legs are shaky. I think There's I'm missing a piece. Yeah. That wouldn't happen yeah. any other way. I'm so glad for this one. This was definitely uh, it was fun to see you guys. And I feel like I know you guys both way better from just that. And I, I guarantee everybody listening is like, wow. I know them way better too, and you don't know shit about them. <laughs> yeah, I know good luck in life. We're ones in dark. Perfect. All right. Well, thank in you guys for listening. Uh, Jar, we have what, what do we have? Just ride pod at gmail.com is how to get. That's a hold how of you us. can get a hold of us. Yeah. We have uh, patreon.com forward slash Jar Pod or Just a Ride Pod, and all that good stuff. And but we blah, actually, blah, blah. We actually Polly says I have some people missing me. I promise I'll get on the socials soon, uh, mid Juneish probably. Yeah. We actually had a little. Um, uh, email just today actually that I wanted to shout out I'm not going to read it but uh, I just wanted to shout back at, at uh, Gabe aka Mick Sanchez got your email dude thanks that was cool he was he was just telling us hey and hope everybody's good and have a great day and that he loves everything and nice yeah, yeah actually I love wanna, you too bro I want to drop a special thank you actually out to both uh, Nikki and uh, Terry uh, they, they knew I was starting phase one and those fuckers just killed phase one and just finished it right when i started it nice. and they both reached out to me like hey wait you know good job hell yeah way to start which was awesome and it's so cool because here are these people that i took someone else's idea they bought into it they did it now i get to follow people that listen to us right like right. now yeah. now they're my uh, now now they're my leaders they can show you yeah yeah they like they've been there they know they've already yeah. done it yeah so now it's it, i turned them into leaders that makes me happy no they turn themselves into leaders and it's nice to be able to follow them it's pretty great but it's pretty great yeah that's what's up well thank you to our yeah. jargoneer group and to all the folk and really i mean i don't have anything left thank you to the trusted true tribe you guys know the things that i say at the end <laughs> he's gonna say the same things every yeah. time i'm gonna say it just yeah, you have it memorized like I do. I had, uh, but I do I do appreciate everyone that helps behind the scenes in the show. That you guys are legion at this point, and there's a lot of people helping. Fuck yeah, I appreciate every single one of your faces. I've had some people get from our from our group of folks get pretty invested in my life and you know helping me on various levels and wishing me well. That's been super rad. Like Bethany, Dave, and Laura, and uh, Alan Sweeting sends me cool, just nice little. Fuck yeah, bro! Messages. Alan's yeah. the best. Yeah, I yeah, really so. appreciate Alan. I, I, I miss all the contact with everybody. I really do. Yeah, but there's just it's just there's a timing thing in my life for this. You get there. social media. There's though. a space for Give you in this community you, for forever. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> and they are missing you. We're all missing you. But man, this has been fun. Yeah. But I think this is the end. Great. So I'm gonna go with my shaky legs and find a little garbage can <laughs> and process it in that kind of way. It'll be okay, buddy. <laughs> Well, we made Zach puke. <laughs> and as always, it'll seem like the future when the present occurs. And then we'll talk to you at that point. At some talk, point, we'll it'll, chat at you. It'll be a talky thing. Or and something. Bye. Bye. It's just a ride. Whoa, oh, it's just a ride. Bing. Splongs. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> oh my god.